0: oh hey y'all hey today on the robert scott bell show we're gonna fight robots i would never said that before that's kind of cool super don we're gonna fight robots actually we're not gonna do it we got tessa lena she's gonna do it for us no actually we'll join her in that it's very interesting show Tessa lena is joining us for the first time check her out her sub stack we'll got that she's fighting robots why what is that all about could it be Transhumanism? Uh, Possibly. Uh, First up, FDA clears an updated COVID booster for kids as young as five. Oh, don't get me started. Too late. Already started. Also, uh, one of the best tweets I've ever seen, and there are a lot of tweets. This one's by Rochelle Walensky, (laughs) that hapless, sad sack of whatever at CDC. Getting her flu shot or claiming she's going to get one, wants you to get it too. The best, the best responses ever. We're going to, we're going to cover those. we got some questions of the day about, uh, blood. Uh, we got question of the day about the website itself on a mobile unit. Who knows what else we're going to do? Water wars, no escape kids, adults, all feeling stressed the moment they wake up. I hope that you're not stressed because it's time for the Robert Scott Bell show. You're calm in a sea of insanity, the place for health, freedom, and healing. Liberty robertscottbell.com slash listen October the, uh, 12th today. All right, let's get this party started. The Robert
1: Scott Bell Show. Show. All right, let's
0: crank up another uh, broadcast healing session, shall we? And uh, I could could use it. I could unload a lot that you tend to carry when you see the news like uh, some of the articles that Superdonna sent me today to cover, which is in the newsletter, by the way. If you're not getting that, text RSB, the initials RSB to 22828, and you'll be plugged in. What do we got to cover? Well, gosh darn it, another jab. I know, I know, another jab, another booster. This time for kids as young as five years of age. When have kids been in an emergency situation in mass during COVID? And why, even after the COVID scandemic is over, what was it Biden said? Yeah, it's over, we're out of that phase. Why is there a booster for kids that the FDA just went, yep, thumbs up, go get them. U.S. clears updated COVID boosters for kids as young as five. Gosh, darn it. I, I don't want to cuss on the air because, you know, we got kids in the audience. So I got family-friendly stuff. But I realized that, you know, what wants to well out of me is like, oh, yeah, I some words that, uh, you know, you're like, you don't want your kids to hear. They'll hear it eventually. But they, they rolled out boosters for uh, Americans 12 years and older last month. And, and who is not aware at this point of the higher incidences of cardiovascular events, myocarditis, pericarditis, et cetera, in younger people, especially males, but in young people that didn't ever in the history of all these so-called diseases, whether they be considered viral or otherwise, never was there a massive manifestation of heart sac inflammation. Of cardiac events in young people now they're trying to normalize it you see advertisements advertisements on buses you see if you you see on tv or even internet ads on youtube not that we're on youtube or banned on youtube of course trying to normalize cardiac events in young people and it's not that there's never ever 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 been a cardiac event in a young person but to the extent that we're hearing it and seeing it, and that's being reported not only for, for the VAERS database, but for the VSafe thing, which we talked with Dell Bigtree about on Sunday's radio broadcast. How are they getting away with this? How is it possible that the FDA still exists? How is it possible the CDC still exists? I guess it's an old habit and old habits die hard. But as we'll find out later in the broadcast you're not falling for it anymore. Now, many of you have been here for a while and you haven't fell for it for a long time. But when I see a general response on Twitter, and yes, it is Twitter, and we'll get to that, being 98%, let's say, not buying the party line on any given CDC pronouncement, Pronouncement, I, I think something's shifted. I think there's no doubt consciousness is changing has changed it is changing some more yet we're not out of the proverbial woods i mean the woods would be a better place to go than a lot of these things uh, that they're trying to promote on us but the fda says yep green light for kids in elementary school for what for why now they're claiming that this is Uh, you know, a a lower dose version. It has an added version to address something else. But none of these things are arguably problematic for children. And yet this is what we're dealing with. A government so far out of touch with immunological reality, purposefully, I think, because it has been captured by industry that desires to inject everything that moves and breathes and that has emotions or symptoms of any kind, without exception, without exemption, and with no liability, should those products for profit injure or kill? And it'll get me to a later discussion point on the claims that Colmarnity or any approved uh, spike vax even available anywhere in the United States which is an absolute lie still to this day. I, I You know, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words just going, I cannot believe yet, why should I not believe it? I mean, this is what has happened in the United States of drug America over the last century. We've descended into basically dependence on so-called experts of the scientific church of biological or pharmaceutical mysticism which is not scientific, but it's very much a cult that demands obedience, demands that you agree to all of their dogma, and if you question it, you will be ostracized. You will be ousted from society and community, as we've seen with COVID jab mandates, with vaccine so-called passports, and so many of the things that are so clearly dehumanizing they mirror almost identically the lead up in the 1930s 1920s to 1930s what happened and that led to the nazi germany uh well the holocaust if you will i'm not saying we're in it although arguably as we said yesterday and talked yesterday to curtis about his loss of his wife another victim of the killing fields that are not out in the jungles of some war-torn region, whether it be the former, well, back in the day Vietnam War, now Ukraine and Russia. We're talking about the killing fields that dwarf the death on any overt war environment or war terrain. By entering into a hospital, you subject yourself to almost, well, almost an inevitable untimely death especially if you have symptoms that they can somehow massage or maneuver into covid even if you don't have a test that's positive not that having a positive test actually means anything and I'll point this out one more time for the for the people in the cheap seats there has never been performed a double-blind placebo-controlled tested study on predictions associated with covid tests that they are basically run through polymerase chain reaction. That is, we have blinded tests. We get the results of those tests, meaning either positive or negative, based on whatever cycle count you want. And then based on those tests blinded, the experts that are there to interpret whether a test is real or not, positive, real, negative, and then determine the the recipient of the test, if you will, A prediction by those experts to say, "All right, based on this test, I will say that that patient is in the hospital and ICU. Based on this test result, this person probably has mild symptoms and is not really troubled at all. Based on this result, this person is completely asymptomatic, and on and on it goes. And then unblind it and see what what of the accuracy of the predictions based on a test that has never been valid." never been validated, and is only in existence via emergency use authorization. And based on that continual fallacy, pharmaceutical fantasy, we're engaging in adding boosters for kids that were never under threat of loss of life based on what they called COVID. It's enough to make you anxious, isn't it? Enough to create a bit of anxiety. And now, to add to the mess, something they've been trying to do for years and years and years is screen younger and younger kids for psychiatric disorders, mental disorders, or in this case, anxiety. And anytime you see an article from United Propaganda International that says something, and then comma, experts say, you want to run as far from that, whatever the experts are telling you, as you can, or hide your kids. Or both anxiety screening for kids should begin at age eight. This is according to the experts who, who are these experts? And by the way, when you test for anxiety, is there a blood test for anxiety? Is there a urinalysis of, you know, what's in the urine when you're anxious? Is is there an anxiety test, uh, a hair analysis, a saliva analysis, a skin test? Anything that says, yep, you're anxious here, have this anti-anxiolytic drug. Can we get you on, I don't know, maybe even a harder drug like an SSRI if we can just screen you at a younger and younger age? 8 to 18 years of age, and then screen for major depressive disorders in adolescents age 12 to 18. Now, I am not here to say that there is no such thing as anxiety and or depression in young people or anybody. That's not my point here. But the argument that it's a brain chemistry issue that can be solved by uh, FDA-approved pharmaceutical psychiatric drugs, I thought we've already basically disabused everybody of that scam, of that belief. As I said, there is no, again, double-blind placebo-controlled tested analysis of brain chemistry associated with depression that it can be resolved or solved by a drug of any kind. I would argue that these kids, nutritionally deficient, if they've grown up on the standard American diet, filled with what? Additives, preservatives, colorings, flavorings, excitotoxins, exposed to heavy metals, different things that deplete the minerals that are critical for all biological, cellular, metabolic functions. So that if we were to respond so-called chemically to an issue of anxiety, or mental disorder, however it's defined, even though in the uh, in the psychiatric Bible, the DSMs, there, again, is no standardized blood test or any chemical analysis to determine the, any of these disorders. And you just want to screen kids for what reason? Well, if they're anxious, we can get them on medication. Or some type of behavioral uh, analysis that might lead to you losing your children Because you're raising your children to believe in God, not government, for instance. To not believe in the woke agenda of unlimited numbers of genders. Or the other agenda of transhumanism. Where we can solve all of your anxiousness and depression by plugging your brain into a USB drive. Or connecting it to your phone or something we install under your skin. The disconnect we are feeling if we are anxious and depressed, which is again part of the normal human experience. I've talked about this as a homeopath. The human experience that travels like a pendulum often between um, depression, for instance, sadness, frustration, and anger. And this can happen as a young child. It's like you're helpless as a young child. You're like, you rely on everybody to feed you, to clothe you, to bathe you, everything. And it's frustrating. You're in this little body you can't control fully and you want to get out. It's a kid. You get angry you can be hungry and be angry, hangry. And you can get frustrated, get angry. And then as you get older and you can start controlling certain aspects of your environment that you couldn't before, you may find other things that are out of your control that you may get angry about as well. Starts this frustration. And then when you get so angry, you run out of energy you'll swing past frustration all the way to depression or sadness. And yeah, there are remedies in terms of homeopathy to work with the body's constitution, etc., and address those things safely without drugging you out of existence or reality. Like the frustration I've talked about is argentum nitricum, the homeopathic form of silver nitrate. That's frustration remedy. If you're dealing with intense anger, It's stramonium, S-T-R-A-M-O-N-I-U-M. That's a homeopathic remedy for intense anger. Or if you swing all the way into depression, sepia is often indicated, the inky juice of the cuttlefish in a homeopathic form, sepia. But none of these things will poison the body that I'm talking about. And then I would also say maybe we should be considering what would bring on such anxiousness or fear or anger could it be a disconnect from our source, our power source, our true source for all healing? And is that not our divinity? I argue that it is. That if we find ourselves in those extreme states, not normal emotional states, but an extreme state, it's often due to a division or something that has separated us from our source. So what can reconnect us to that source? And that? Wow, that's a big question, isn't it? And for each of you, that might be a different answer. But I ask the question, what brings you joy? Finding out what brings that ecstatic state, not one that is uh, hyperbolic, where you see people swing in between levels, and there you have another psychiatric diagnosis to, to to defeat you, you know, bipolar, they'll call it. But what is it that genuinely brings you that state of happiness? the identification of why you're here, purpose, mission, meaning, love. Could that be vitamin L be the real answer to all that ails us? I would argue yes, but that's a discussion for a longer form. Wait, well, no, actually we do have a long form show to do today. And I think one of those folks that might have some of those answers, she's writing extensively at her Substack. She's totally cool. She's all the way from Russia now in America. And she'll, I'll, I'll ask her on the air because she gave an amazing answer for why are you still in New York, Tessa Her substack, Tessa Fights Robots. Y'all should su- subscribe. Great, great writing. And she does music as well. Tessa joins us now on the Robert Scott Bell Show.
2: Hopefully, the light in the mood, Tessa. <laughs> Robert such a pleasure to be here yeah I think lighting of the mood is in order
0: <laughs> I agree I'm like dude I'm bumming myself out and uh, you, know, <laughs> you you and your bubbly uh, smile and laugh and also just the fact that your sub stack is called Tessa fights robots that's
2: totally cool thank you yeah all that anxiety we need to get away with I mean like we'll do, do away with because happiness is actually in existence despite all the horrible and dark things that they're trying to impose on us mm-hmm. the world is still beautiful. Yeah,
0: that is the message that I love bringing out as much as I can remember it. And and I thank you for being here to uh, also help us be reminded of that state, the happy state that I think is our natural state. Although we are, uh, I don't know, divested of that state because of fear mongering, uh, purposeful uh, divisions that are set up to say, let's find out what is different about people and let's make sure everybody knows that that is all you should focus on and be afraid of any difference. Therefore, you can be instigated into Uh, hating or fearing people that would normally be your buddies, your pals, even though you don't agree on everything.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I think that divide and conquer, uh, like it has been throughout centuries, it's one of the biggest tools of the monsters and tyrants. They want people to be divided and to argue about every talking point. And that's how they win. Because as long as we argue with each other over politics or religion or, you know, the best way to pray, the best way to think about life, Mm -hmm. they're laughing all the way to the bank. And it's no different right now with all the political divisions where people stop thinking, they stop thinking from the inside. But I think thinking from the inside is the main thing that we can do to fight the great reset and to be happy, as happy as we can, despite all the darkness that is around us.
0: Uh, you've written extensively about this great reset. I think that's one of the things with your Substack that really got a lot of attention over at Tess. Uh, fights Robots. Tessa Fights Robots. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, do I have this here? We've got a few of them. Attack on Herbs and Supplements is a racket. That's a great one. Anatomy of Forgiveness is amazing. And uh, let's see. Let me read this first. The Great Reset for Dummies. That's it. The Great Reset for Dummies. Well, again, another great headline. I mean, this is English is not your first language, and yet you're writing beautifully about topics with such uh, you know, degrees of understanding, eloquence, people can read it and go, oh man, I totally get that.
2: Thank you so much. And that particular story, The Great Reset for Dummies, I wrote kind of out of desperation because I've been researching transhumanism and big tech for some years prior to 2020. Mm-hmm. But I thought, even, even researching that, I thought that that was something that was going to possibly impact us after my lifetime because it was so insane and so dark and so unnatural, the whole idea of, creating essentially a church of AI and replacing our normal human existence with extensions, with machine learning and praying to the computer, essentially. I even wrote music about praying to the computer. That was a satire. But so when 2020 happened and all of those things started transpiring before my eyes as if it's normal, my mind was blown. I was thinking, oh my God, this is actually really happening. But not too many people back then knew about transhumanism. So I wrote this piece, "Great Reset for Dummies," trying to educate people in a kind way, so that not to not to freak everybody out completely because it is a scary matter, but to write it poetically and trying to describe policy but also do it in an artistic way and when I wrote it, I was surprised because it was picked up by everybody i mean so so many people were emailing me and messaging me about this story I was I was really delighted. I mean, I, when I did it, it was just pure utter desperation and trying to educate and help. And so, yeah, that was a good outcome.
0: For Cass, sure. the, the question also is about interacting with these so-called humans that desire a state of combination with artificial intelligence and our computers and technology. Have you ever encountered people that actually are true believers and tried to communicate to them human to human? I mean, is it even possible?
2: Funny that you ask. Well, for one, uh, the master transhumanist Ray Kurzweil, uh, who has been at it forever. From what I heard, and that's kind of anecdotal, but I heard, I, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows him, and I hear he's one miserable guy. <laughs> like, really, really miserable. Mm-hmm. And I think he's taking... Close to 200 supplements every day And I'm not to judge about supplements I take supplements sure. But I think he's really obsessed with uh Well, I guess he's afraid to die But I'm thinking What is the point of living forever Which is his major selling proposition If you're miserable uh-huh. I not think that if you're miserable Just live your life and, and move on somewhere else You don't try to extend the misery Beyond what God has given you, right? I mean, plus it's impossible But Uh, as far as actually communicating with a transhumanist, that's, that's the best question to ask actually. And and I did not even email you that question. It's amazing. So, uh, I, uh, well, before COVID, I started doing those events, uh, that was called Soul Love Gym. That, That was my, uh, my name for that. And, uh, it had to do with, uh, establishing dialogue between people who completely disagree on something. And the rule for the for the genre of event was to have everybody speak in the first person only and not analytically, not just policy or commentary or political opinion, but present their personal firsthand emotional experience of whatever the topic was. And then another rule was that there had to be respect even if people completely disagreed. So one of the events that I did, I especially, I invited a transhumanist, not a big name brand transhumanist, probably you don't know him, but an actual believer in transhumanism, a real, real sincere believer. And I was testing myself because I was thinking that transhumanism was probably one of the things that I really disagree with. And I, it, I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. I resent the whole concept. I, I think it's harmful. So, and I was going to test myself to see how I would communicate with an actual transhumanist. And I hate to say it, but by the end of it, we were just like we went out and we shared drinks because, and I completely disagreed with the guy. It was, it was a bunch of people who went after the event, but it was complete camaraderie. And I was thinking, oh, well, I'm a bit too friendly here, but dialogue does exist. And I think it's 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 possible mm-hmm. to relate to people to the humanity of it mm-hmm. without agreeing with anything that they say, because there's so there's a soul there. There's a soul there. And it's 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 very interesting.
0: Yeah, this is something that, uh, you know, we've struggled with. We're human in that regard. You know, we find people with which we have serious, significant disagreements, like on the transhumanist scenario. But we can also say, you know, politically, I mean, you come out of of Russia. Uh, I think you told me before you came in the 90s so after the fall of the the, the Soviet Union uh, but maybe there's some memories within your family of what it was like to live under overt totalitarian communism type thing and we have many people in America that seem to think that those that form of government based and rooted in collectivism is is something we should do here whether it be called socialism or communism and and so we have strong disagreements on that but yet I try to find out, why people believe what they believe. Why do they have the perception that that would be a superior way to live? And then if we can go below the surface, we might be able to find a way to have, as you pointed out, dialogue that doesn't just devolve into a screaming match or even violence in in a sense. And uh, I think it's a challenge for us all because we have been played so much by those that want to keep us divided to argue about things that some is minutia and probably doesn't mean a lot, but there are some significant fundamental differences in terms of belief about life itself when you go into, yeah, we're all a bunch of robots or we will be, let's just plug you in. And that means, whoa, wait a second. Now there's some things we can't compromise on like that, but how can we communicate with these people maybe to get them to see a little bit of the uh, uh, disaster that would ensue or has already ensued by marrying man with technology in this unconscious way.
2: There's so many things to say in response. Well, my own educational experience, probably almost subconscious one, uh, in finding common grounds and relating to people across different ideologies or opinions, was when I was growing up. So I was raised by my grandparents for the, to a large degree, and the generation of my grandparents were people who were born shortly after the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution. So they were propagandized, to the nth degree. So the the state, the Soviet state at the time, was particularly keen on essentially separating kids from their parents ideologically. Hmm, do we see that now? Anyway, so that's what was happening. And they really believed in communism as an ideal. They were very harsh. Their lives were very difficult. And I have to specifically say that they are the generation that defeated Hitler-Germany. They went through tremendous hardship. The sacrifices that they made uh, through the war and after the war and before the war were just tremendous. They were strong, strong, strong people. Also also harsh people due to the difficulties of their lives and their upbringing. But the bottom line is that, that they spent their entire lives doing everything for the sake of that ideal that was given to them by the state. Complete lie, but they believed in it communism, the, the, the advantages of communism over capitalism, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, that that's a, its own theory. But then when they were old and I was a small kid, the Soviet Union fell apart. And then the television and the media and the, the newspapers and the state told them, oh, by the way, that thing that you believed in about communism and Bolsheviks and the revolution and Lenin and Marx and Engels and all that, that was all nonsense. That was a lie you were duped, and nobody cares. So you can just part with all those ideas, leave it behind, nobody cares, and you're old. And that was completely heartbreaking, and that was such a betrayal of them, regardless of the fact that that ideology was a lie, and regardless of the fact that they really had been duped. They were living through that betrayal, and I was just observing it as a kid. I didn't know fancy words back then. I didn't really think about it in, in a theoretical way, but I just observed That experience of people who had good people, kind, strong people who have done so much, sacrificed so much, and all of a sudden they were just tossed out and told that their ideals are worth nothing and that, you know, they're laughable. That was so wrong. That was so painful. And that taught me that really ideas mean a lot less than the heart and that, you know, family relationships and the love and the humanity, because as ridiculous as the ideas were, and I agree that they were ridiculous, I mean, as far as the ideas goes, not the people, the ideas were ridiculous, they were hearty, they, were, they, they, they would cook you the best meal, they would give you their last piece of clothing if you wanted it. I mean, they were really hearty people. Mm-hmm. And that actually helps me relate to the completely propagandized people of today. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I think if I didn't have that experience growing up, I would just yeah. do what many people do. It's like, oh my God, they're so ridiculous. You know, you got all the the, the you know the, the thing and the uh, and especially people who are for the mandates. I mean, despicable, horrible, disgusting. And but yet,
0: to- yeah, to- Go ahead. talking with them doesn't mean you are uh, endorsing their belief. And I think that's part of what we've seen from what we've uh, witnessed in the last few years, especially from the political left, that it has become so extreme you know, to disagree is normal, you know, in life, that's part of life, but to discount your humanity based on your belief, that was taken to another level. Again, I go back to the 20th century where you could dehumanize people to the point where you'd be okay with having them slaughtered, eliminated from life. And that's where we see patterns have reemerged because of I guess maybe it's fear of germs that's stimulating that into being. Maybe it plays into aspects of transhumanism where there is no divinity. There is no actual purpose. Life is just a random act that has no meaning. And and of course, living that way can bring on a lot of anxiety and depression. And even like that guy, Kurzweil you're talking about taking all these supplements so he won't die because he's so afraid to die that he's afraid to live. Yet he wants to live forever by putting his brain on a computer chip it is so weird and bizarre. You're like, I can't believe we're talking about that. And that's real. and and not just some kind of fictional book. And, and so it's a challenge to communicate with folks that maybe wouldn't be, wouldn't mind seeing you dead. You know, that's, that's where it's gotten to. uh, If we talk about the word extremism, which is often overused, but the argument from many on the political left right now is don't even talk to these people. They're not worthy. They're not worthwhile. They they shouldn't even be here. They shouldn't have be allowed to have their views. That's the you know the cancel culture to the nth degree.
2: You know, it is it is very interesting. And I agree with you. And it is difficult to communicate with those people. And uh just a life story. Uh sometime probably a year ago. So I was waiting in the lobby of a bar in New York. And at that time, it was full-on mandate. You were not allowed to go in if you didn't get the thing. And so I was just waiting. And then it was an empty bar. It was late night. And then the bartender pointed uh, at me like I was a dog, telling me to get out and not even wait in the lobby. And uh, I asked him, I said, do you enjoy doing that? And he said, well, and I'm just following the rules. And I said, well, do you enjoy following the rules? And he said, well, in fact, yes. Mm -hmm. And I, well, I mean, like I forgot his name and face. I don't remember what the bartender looked like, but, but I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's absolutely tough. And then uh, very, very close in time proximity, there was another bartender. Similarly, I was just, I was actually waiting for somebody outside. I didn't even want to go go in. He realized what was going on the bartender and he ushered me in and he said, no, 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 that's not right. Like come in, in, in. And then he just ushered me through the, you know, checkpoint, and then, say, oh, it's much better this way. So two different people, same situation, you can see, you know, what's on the inside. And I think that post-2020 or 2020 and on, the time period, it's a litmus test for the soul, essentially. Hmm. And But then people learn. It's, it's, it's interesting because I think the ones who became victims of propaganda to the extent that they eagerly or maybe not so eagerly betrayed their humanity, they're abused. They're also abused. They're just abused in a different manner. It's like the machine, the state. Mm-hmm. They are separating people into two groups. One are, you know, the special ones, the ones who comply. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one, and then the other ones are the parias, you know, the, uh, the vermin. And they're going to throw both groups under the bus. I mean, that's the plan. But they're playing them against each other. And they're saying, the, the special ones, that, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're special, you're good, you're complying, we're going to elevate you. And they naively and foolishly believe that they are going to be elevated or spared. It's never the case in history.
0: Right. Well, and the abused become the abusers often. Not every time, because we've certainly featured a lot of guests over the years here that have gone and suffered through tremendous abuse of any and all kinds. And they've overcome that abuse, and they've broken the cycle of abuse, and they have found humanity even in the midst of abuse, and and even uh, a word called forgiveness, which is one of the articles I believe you've written at your uh, substack, uh, Anatomy of Forgiveness. How do we do this? But before you get into that, I have to ask you a quick question about how are you still in New York? Why are you still in New York? What is your perspective there?
2: Well, character training. <laughs> I told you earlier. Well, New York is actually really insane right now. But, you know, a lot of my friends are here. A lot of the people I love are here. So I hang around and I really like, you know, the nature in my neighborhood. Although they're destroying the park and they're cutting the trees. Real true story. They're cutting big, big old trees in order to save us from climate change. What? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, It's crazy. There's a park. With huge old trees, beautiful park, and they're saying, "Oh, because of climate change, we need to elevate it. So we need to destroy everything, cut all the trees, beautiful old trees. We're going to cut them and build a whole new thing." It's it's atrocious. It's just somebody's making money and lying. Wow.
0: Down. I yeah. I, this is where I get these people are dumb as rocks. You I mean that rocks are smarter than them that are cutting down old growth trees to save the planet from warming cooling you know of course also climate change it's like if it's cold or if it's hot it's it's the same cause apparently i, I just there where you lose the ability to communicate you know because there's no critical thinking skills occurring anymore in that regard that's being around that has got to be a little bit tough seeing the, uh, the, the i say lunacy and the idiocy that's expressing itself as something that's so so helpful and anybody opposes it wants to see everybody die it's just an amazing uh, inability to communicate the nuances of life itself.
2: I think so, but and, and I think you know now that you were talking about it made me think. I wonder if somebody who who says that they want the unvaccinated people dead and, and such, if they actually were given an opportunity to, to personally kill an unvaccinated person, they would probably they would probably change their mind. Most of them. I mean, some of them are probably sadistic, but most yeah. of them would probably find their humanity. So. Yeah. Well,
0: most of those proclamations are made in cowardice, uh, because when confronted with that reality and having to face it, they, they don't even want to engage. Uh, and and at that point you realize that they're not that big a threat, except that they are the threat because they're the collective. They're the hot, the herd that would, you know, run over anybody in their way because they're all stampeding because they're all in fear. Uh, and that, you know, it's a hard, hard place to find, uh, the forgiveness, the other F word in, in the midst of so much fear, uh, pause for a moment, talk about the environment. I just want to say thank you to our friends at Orange Guard. Um, this is a great innovation. Back in the 90s, uh, Tor uh, had put together a delimining-based pesticide. That's how nature in the orange peel and the citrus peel is protected against a lot of infestation and harm. And they distill this out of the orange peel. It's called delimining. It actually has been tested at the University of Arizona and others to find out it has oncolytic or anti-cancer properties, interestingly enough. And it's gotten approval as a pesticide, EPA regulated. It's OMRI listed for organic agriculture. That is, if you grow organically, you can still use the delimiting, the orange guard, and it doesn't corrupt the status of the purity of your what you're growing. I grow organically as well, and I utilize it if I need it. And now as it gets colder in the Northern Hemisphere, you see a lot of those critters coming inside, the ants, the roaches, things like that you might want to deal with, but not poison your kids or your pets in the process. And that's what Orange Guard provides. Orangeguard.com, you can pick it up at your local Ace Hardware store or uh, Whole Foods even. And if not, just go directly to Orangeguard.com. And when you get your bottle, take a picture of it, send it into to Super Don, askrsb at gmail.com, and he'll add you to this nice little collage that's growing for all the people that are getting the orange garden, using it and seeing how amazing it is to not poison yourself or your kids, or your pets. And yet you can address the, the little bugaboos that you don't like hanging around your house and such. So very cool. What is that design? Super Don? I hadn't seen that one before. You, you, you mixed it up a little bit. That's kind of cool. He's changing things and not telling me. So I'm asking. <laughs> I've got dog. a
1: barking dog going on. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's all right. We like the life forms that are out there. But the point is, he has Orange Guard and he uses it in his house and his studio. And the dogs are not harmed or injured or killed. So there are ways to address environmental concerns. And yet that's not from the World Economic Forum. It's not from the World Health Organization. It's not from the CDC. It's not from the FDA. It's from innovation in freedom in America, where a lot of these things have developed. Freedom is a better place and space to be. If you want to solve problems that you perceive to be, maybe they're real problems. Maybe they're not. But in an engagement of free association, free ideas, the freedom to even debate and discuss and disagree. That's where amazing things happen in monopolies. It's atrophy. It's suppression of the innovations that can help us, including environmentally uh, as well. So, uh, with that, I want to bring, uh, let's see. Oh, there you are, Super Don. Everything good there now? Doggies happy? Yeah, we're good.
1: And yes, I play around with the collage every once in a while. So that was yeah. something
0: I did yesterday. But how did you like Tessa saying that she's in New York because it's a character building exercise?
1: I love that. I love that. Because normally we're just like, you know, what can we do to get you to move away? Oh, well, we don't want to mess up with Tessa's training. Yeah, I mean, come on. You
0: know, I mean, that would be rude.
2: It's a, vaccine. It's a character Vaccine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go right no but your experience there is so profound even that little experience that you talked about in the bar where you know do you ask a really potent question you know Uh, why are you doing i'm following orders do you like following orders and they thought about it yes yes i do and there are a lot of people in in among our uh, human species that love to just be told what to do now many of us do not enjoy that. Do not like it and rebel against it. And then we are called somehow, uh, you mentioned vermin or whatever, because we didn't want to be experimented upon by uh, COVID injections. And now as more and more information comes out that they lied to us about every aspect of this, including, you know, what I opened with, which was, you know, honestly kind of a little bummed out having to talk about again, expanding another booster for children that were never under threat, even in the midst of gain of function, you know, COVID threats to the general population or people with multiple comorbidities. Now the big threat is the jab itself. And so how do we get past this? How do we find forgiveness in that? Because many of these people, not all of them are doing the mea culpa's, but there are some media personalities that have said, you know what, I, I was duped and they say, admit it. I give them props for admitting it and maybe saying they're sorry, but even if they don't, we've got to find forgiveness in our hearts or we're tied to their, uh, their journey, which is not a pleasant journey.
2: Well, I think, uh, like I wrote in my article, The Anatomy of Forgiveness, there are many layers and many elements to the process. The word is very general. The word forgive is very general, and it stands for many, many things. So I think it truly depends. In in cases where people have genuinely realized that they were duped, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a part of the human journey. We've all been duped at one point or another. Mm -hmm. Like, I personally have been married to an abusive guy at some point, and I was in denial until it was really, really dramatic. And that taught me to not believe what, what I was told in 2020, one of the things. So uh, we go through that. And, and, and that's a very healing process. When somebody says, oh, I was duped. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I was wrong. Then you just make amends and you move on and everything is wonderful. But then many people are not there yet. And maybe they sincerely believe they're right. And I do think that most people do not think that they are doing something evil. They genuinely think that they are saving humanity or that, you know, the anti-vaxxers are dangerous people, so they're defending the world from dangerous people. They're deluded, but they're sincere. And in that case, I think what helps, what I I find that's helping me is to divorce myself from that constant trauma of trying to, in my head, convince them, because I say prayers for them. Mm. I say a lot of prayers uh, in my own way for healing and for clarity for them and for the best resolution. And I kind of give the, the powers, I mean, I, I authorize from myself also the higher powers to resolve it in, in the kindest, best, most wonderful manner, because I don't know how. And yeah. I think most of us don't know how, but then I'm not torturing myself either. So I'm just, okay, they're working their journey. They're doing their thing. I have no idea what the purpose of their life is existentially. Hopefully, they'll arrive at a clear place at one point, maybe in de- their deathbed, maybe after they pass away, maybe much earlier. I I hope for the best, but I want to be protected from their foolishness too. So,
0: sure, uh, and so and there is a, a you know a righteousness in protecting yourself. Uh, I think that you know, you hinted at some of the things I brought up from time to time about how do we communicate with people we cannot communicate with because they are not. Interested, They're apparently overtly uninterested in it. In fact, it's worse than what they'd like to see happen to us because of our beliefs being different from theirs. And there is something that I think is a divine gift is our creative imagination, our ability to go into quiet, contemplative, meditative, prayerful states and interact with them spirit to spirit. And talk with them and, and ask questions and engage there, even though they may maybe never be consciously aware, or you may be surprised how the next interaction with this some someone that you haven't found a way to bridge a gap to communicate with, suddenly there's an opening, like a miracle, like the parting of the Red Sea. Something like that occurs that is beyond rational explanation, but involves the plus factor of our existence. You know, not that we are connected to computers, but they were connected to a divine source that gives us life. That those who are transhumanists have lost completely and they've lost their way and trying to find meaning and purpose in their own lives, I guess, by thinking that, well, it's all materialistic and reductionist and, you know, I am a machine, so why not combine with machines? I think it's a twisted reality, but some people have it and we may not be able to reach them even intellectually out here, but perhaps engaging spiritually in terms of communication on a deeper level.
2: I agree with you. And one thing to be said about transhumanists, it's actually a big question, uh, to which extent they believe in immortality proper. And I'm talking about higher level transhumanists like Craig Kurzweil,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or whether they're actually selling a trick to the people, because there's also a uh, literally poor man's immortality, which is digital twins. Uh, and it is being promoted slowly but surely and even faster now where Uh, they're selling this concept of a digital twin, which is a digital identity that is your data. And they're saying, well, once you pass away, your data lives on and that's your immortality. So give us all of your data so that we can perfectly make this digital copy of yourself that is going to live on. And that is a scam that is so obvious. And nonetheless, they are selling it as transhumanist immortality, which is not even real immortality, what most people would think which I think is funny. So it's not even known whether they genuinely believe in it or whether they're just cheating us.
0: Mm. Yeah. Again, it's absolutely a fascinating discussion. And I, I, I love engaging in these mental constructs as well and talking about it as, but I, I acknowledge the limitation ultimately of the mind, and often these people are worshipful of the mind. In fact, they identify that the mind is who they are, and they might interpret the mind as a brain, as that computer. And that's where they talk about how can I hook my brain up, my computer. And they think consciousness is the brain and firing of neurons. And these are the people that would argue for those who have had near-death experiences or or uh, spiritually transformative experiences that uh, the only way to explain that is that your nerves are firing from lack of oxygen in your brain, and you hallucinate. You see what you want to see, and I think that's a very sad interpretation. Uh, granted, some people have that. Uh, it's been not been my experience, but in that context, I also recognize the limitation of I cannot convince another of my experience that goes beyond their ability to validate or invalidate, other than their own belief or preconceived notions about reality, right? I may have an experience that blows away their reality, so they discount it altogether. Yet we are finding time maybe to gravitate toward one another that are seeking genuine meaning in life or have found it and are wanting to share it. And those people that we can't reach yet are not where we should be placing a lot of our energy, except where they are utilizing or attempting to utilize the power and force of government to mandate our participation in their schemes that's where the the protection comes in that's where our righteous defense has to come in and say you know what it is appropriate to defend against that attack at the same time we acknowledge the live and let live libertarian principle as long as they don't violate our rights as well
2: i agree with you i think that is well to me is the only sane way to approach life because you can't fix everybody and free will is a sacred thing Even if they're completely crazy, even if, if what they're thinking and doing is insane and intellectually indefensible, nonetheless, they're entitled to doing that. And human beings are entitled to making very stupid choices. But if their choices are imposing on our well-being or safety, and it's funny I'm saying that because it's kind of the argument that they're using, except their argument is based on made-up lying science that is not real science. Mm-hmm. But if they have opinions that they want to hook their brain to the computer and live on like that. And they're allowed to try to do that as long as none of us is forced to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it gets very tricky because in New York where I am, and it's it's interesting because it is a character training exercise, but at the same time, our uh, insane governor just uh, tried to pull off regulation that allows the authorities, to come and force you into an isolation camp or maybe get locked up at home. They don't have to prove that you're infectious. They don't have to prove that you've been exposed. They essentially can limit your activity. It's written very broadly. And it is insane. It is completely utilitarian. And a wonderful lawyer, Bobby Ann Cox, she defeated that regulation, but now they're promising to appeal. And what kind of governor... What kind of authority figure and for and why would they try to appeal a regulation that is so vastly unconstitutional? I mean, one got to wonder, right? Well, what are they trying to do? So, yeah, absolutely. We have to defend ourselves.
0: Yeah, well, we see that uh, the transhumanist agenda may have made its way into the highest levels of government in the case of your governor and, and, and governor of California, where they don't believe in, rights to bodily autonomy, except when it comes to terminating the life of a child that's developing in a mother, uh, and it's there's a lot of cognitive dissonance there as well that can be damaging and dangerous, but you're right, the protection, the defense against those acts are legitimate. We've had uh, Bobby Ann Cox on the show as well talking about that case uh, when she won that, and yet, you know, so far, I don't know if I, I haven't seen the appeal, they threatened to appeal, I don't know what on what grounds they can even appeal or think they'll succeed, but that's why you know I've encouraged many of my family, friends, and others to get out of New York, but you're there for character building, I see. So <laughs> what are we going to say?
2: <laughs> well, they, they have not appealed yet because we have elections yeah. elect- coming up. They probably don't dare. They're waiting. But mm-hmm. it is such a crazy, crazy rule, and nobody knows about it. I mean, so many so many people just have no idea, and it's really striking. And, you know, one got to wonder because on the level of governors like Newsom or Hokul it's, it's unknown whether they genuinely believe in transhumanist ideas or whether they're just greedy. Mm. Maybe, I mean, uh, I know that Cuomo was deeply in bed with big tech. I would be surprised if the current one isn't. So sometimes it's just, you know, money is good enough for them. They don't even need to believe in transhumanism. But unfortunately, some people in higher positions do seem to believe in transhumanism in a religious sense of it. So yeah. we're living in a very, very strange world.
0: Yeah, indeed. Strange and interesting times as the old Chinese proverb goes, but also great transformation possible only in the most troubling of times. That's when a lot of these changes do occur. So I think ultimately uh, we're going to be better for it. And, uh, Tessalina, it's so nice to connect with you. I hope to see you again or have you on the show again. And we also have the link to your website, Tessalina.com. And there's a Tessa fights robots. You've got a music. Uh, what kind of genre is it? Can you? pinpoint a genre do you all do all kinds of music
2: uh, uh you know i don't really have a genre for that because it's a mix of electronic and operatic and some acoustic and some classical so uh it's it's a tessa fights robots kind of music
0: tessa fights robots <laughs> kind of music i love it well again i appreciate so much uh you in, in engaging intellectually as well as, I believe, spiritually, too, to bring some sense back into uh, our human experience. And that the fact that you're right there in the belly of some some would say a beastly area in New York uh, to make a difference by your very presence, I, I'll give you all the props in the world for that. I don't know if I could stomach it, but uh, that you're doing it, you've got great character.
2: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show. It's a, it's a pleasure.
0: All right. Y'all check it out and sign up for a Substack. Tessa.substack.com. Tessa fights robots. I just like I just love that. That's awesome. Tessa's great. Thank you for being here, Tessa. Uh we have a question of the day coming in. I don't do we have time to hit that in the first hour here, Super Don? I, I know there's a lot to cover and uh I just we're all over the map today with subjects and stories. And great people. Well, I don't
1: know. You are the master of answering questions, so if you think you can do it, we can try it.
0: Is this the long one though? It is. Oh, yeah, dilemma. But can we, don't, you we deal, don't.
1: But you know, we are, we aren't married to the the top of the hour. If you need to go over a little bit, we can. went
0: over yesterday with our guests. Yeah, we true. did, so, which right, is but,
1: so weird because we're so like still hardwired on our radio. training with yeah. radio that it's like the idea of going over the top of the hour just like that's just not doesn't even compute. But we can do it.
0: Yeah, uh, and shout out to our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity Health Freedom Expo is coming up. I'm looking forward to seeing all y'all there. And, uh, hopefully some of our friends from Nutritional Frontiers will be there as well. We'll have some, um, uh, what else will we have there? Oh, we're going to have some Echo Water, hydrogen water there. We'll have, um, Cardio Miracle there. We'll have Jonathan from com. there, all we'll the 100% whole food supplements there. In fact, there was a Substack article on the attack on supplements we pointed out about the ANH that's been pointing out about, uh, the attempts by Dick Durbin out of Illinois to, t- to tackle. So some of these, uh, equations will be, Uh, Critical for the answer to the question of the day. Go ahead, Superdon. This is long and detailed from Wayne. I I think I can read it. Thank you for going full screen, says Robert Superdon. Looking for ideas on what may assist me on a strange situation where my red blood cells test somewhat low, and when you look at them under the microscope, they are grouped, clustered together. Not as they should be for ideal conditions I need right now, or ever, I would say. You know, you don't want them clustering like that. Besides taking Cardio Miracle, all the recommended essential minerals that you use at ample levels, my naturopath has me on nep- Neprinol AFD enzymes, homeopathic pleosanovis drops, homeopathic kel D5 drops. All my other blood markers are excellent, except my PSA marker, which has come down from 111 to 14 in the last five months since I started a non-toxic treatment program and therapies for cancer. Sometimes in late 2020, early 2021, after 11 years of clearing up prostate cancer in, in 2010, cancer had come back with a vicious speed and has spread to other areas of my bones. I have not yet taken the jab, but realized that I may have been in contact with some uh, of the items that caused problems from shedding of others, or maybe as well when we had COVID in 2020. What other items might be helpful in getting the red blood cells not sticking together, becoming healthy and vibrant? Thank you, Wayne. You know, my, my first response initially here is water, is, is making sure you're drinking enough water. That alone is significant. Obviously purified water and even better yet, if you're drinking echo water, the hydrogen how that facilitates so much of the antioxidant activity as well as the hydration capacity uh, by changing some of the properties of water or, let's say, exhibiting different properties of water to make it much more hydrating and accessible for the cells. Uh, so I would say that would be a number one on my list. You didn't mention the copper, and I think that we're dealing with such levels of copper deficiency that I would, I would include the copper hydrosol, the, the sovereign copper, into your regimen uh, right away, a tablespoon, one, two, or three times a day, and that could facilitate, again, blood art red blood cell integrity. We've talked about the inability to use iron efficiently, appropriately in the absence of copper. So that plays a role. You are already on, and I don't know the ingredients of those homeopathic remedies that you mentioned. I think they're complexes, if I'm not mistaken. But many times when we see blood-borne disorders, we go into the, uh, the well, crotalus, vipara, lachesis, uh, let's see, nausea. There are uh, a number of different homeopathic medicines based on or made from snake venom. And many snake venoms have that negative impact on the blood, whether it be clotting issues or other issues uh, that could be helped in this case. Now, <clears throat> there may be some snake venoms in those formulas you mentioned, maybe not. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I'm about losing my voice here, I guess. Uh, tomorrow's show, this is interesting, the timing of your question too. The timing of your question, Wayne. Tomorrow we have Jonathan Emord on in the first hour, like usual, Sacred Fire of Liberty. In the second hour of the show, I have two unaired interviews that have, they've never been aired anywhere. One is with a nurse who has a uh reporting type pro- a project that she's working on on the state level, and the other is my friend Neil Schultz, who I've talked about, who's a board certified naturopath and a homeopath, and he helped to develop some formulas that address the blood utilizing the homeopathic versions of snake venoms. And I would ask that, Wayne, if you don't mind, if you haven't done this, send an email to askrsb at gmail.com and just put jab reverse on it because that's, that's been our key to know what you're asking about. And then I will connect you that you can get the snake venom focused homeopathics if you're not already on them. And I would say that would be another aspect of your treatment or recovery. Uh, for these blood-based things. Now, you mentioned prostate cancer or cancer issues, making sure that you're on the whole food, 100% whole food selenium that we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. In such circumstances, our, our our good buddy no longer with us, Chris Barr, not a doc, would say uh, four or five tablets, 50-microgram tablets, four or even five times a day. So we're talking about 1,000 to 1,200 micrograms of 100% whole food selenium in counteracting prostate and other cancers. So that's another thing to consider as well. Uh, so if we need to revisit that, I will. I'm going to think about some more things, or maybe you you guys and gals out there in the chat room have some ideas you want to add into the mix. We can chat about that next hour. It's just you, me, and Super D. I want to thank uh, Alina for being on board in the first hour. She's a terrific thinker, great spirit about her, and uh, I'd love to have her on the show anytime to talk about these issues. She was great. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the show. Shout out to all of those who support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. Please consider becoming patron supporters of the Robert Scott Bell Show. We haven't set up our date for the next AMA for October. I've got to look at the uh, end end of the month and see when we can fit that in. I'll let you know about that too soon. Uh, Sign up for the newsletter, text RSB to 22828, and we'll be right back because the power to heal is yours.
1: Robert Scott Scott Belzer.
0: You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Uh, Vaccines prevent getting
1: infected. Prevent getting sick. Prevent your hospitalization. our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just
2: in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every
0: vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, the virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Oh, she's so smart. All of those smart people were wrong. Survey says, eh. uh, I just, you know what? We, we could take great pleasure in showing how right we were versus how wrong they were. But there's, there's no pleasure I take in all of the people who suffered because they followed a bunch of dunderheaded, oftentimes leftist, hoity-toity intellectuals that proclaimed a knowledge and intelligence that you or I could never achieve because we're not in their club. We're not one of them. And now how many of them have acknowledged how wrong they were or are? And, you know, it's not going to slow us down from where we're going and what we're doing, but it is interesting to note that mostly you hear crickets from these people. No, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I'll do better next time. No, in in the case of Rochelle Walensky and the CDC, it's like, yeah, I know uh, the culture is bad, but just give us some more money. We'll do better. (laughs) No acknowledgement of how wrong they got it all. I saw Super Don, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but Piers Morgan, you know, that doofus that hates America because, you know, we love the right to keep and bear arms. He was one of those that basically said. If you don't get the shot, you sh- your you sh- your freedom should be taken away from you, or we should just mandate that you get the shot, and you should have no option. Like Howard Stern said the same thing. I haven't heard Howard Stern come back and go, "Oops, I was wrong." I don't expect Howard Stern to do that, as much as I know you like him. And yes, he's talented as a broadcaster. We acknowledge that.
1: Listen, I like him, but it's it's you know, I mean, I, I, you know, especially as of late, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he says that I don't you know, I don't agree with
0: him. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a fear monger because he's afraid of germs.
1: What I like about Howard Stern is not really so much the content it's it's his story. Hmm. If you haven't seen the movie Private Parts which which goes over his story as yeah. how he became who he was. Yeah. The guy he's a success story. It's a he's one of those. Yeah, it is. I mean I just I admire what it is he did. Now he's kind of a douche but you know I mean it's like yeah. It's not like he's my roommate or I want to get married <laughs> to him or something like yeah. that. I just admire, you now, know, his his
0: uh, In the case of <laughs> Pierce Morgan, who can be a douche, he at least acknowledged yeah. that he was wrong, that he was deceived, etc. I I give him props for that. Doesn't mean we yeah. have to be big fans of him, but he's r-
1: Pierce just kind of an annoying guy. He's 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 yeah. uh he's about as close as you can get to tabloid journalism without being the inquirer, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, he's like you know, it's just whatever. And what about who, who is that?
0: So Rachel Mad right? Rachel Maddow Yeah. From MSNBC, As she acknowledged? She used how to. Wrong? I don't think she's on. She no, lost I don't her. Think, I should, yeah. But I just I haven't heard a peep from her. Has anybody acknowledged? She acknowledged how wrong she was. Is that something she? Uh, she did. I haven't right?
1: heard it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So now we got Rochelle Walensky. Let's go into the Twitterverse now. Normally, when, you know, CDC or, or people in that realm would make a pronouncement and some of us on Twitter might counter it and say something like, you know, you're not right or here's the science. that says this. We would immediately be responded to by bots and trolls and skeptics. So here's her tweet. Go full screen on this. Uh, this was a tweet from was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Rochelle Walensky, MD, MPH, CDC director. I'm getting my hashtag flu vaccine this week. Exclamation point. Do you have questions about flu vaccines? Reply with your questions about flu vaccines or the upcoming flu season. Let's hashtag fight flu together. So I was I saw this tweet last night and I was encouraged to hit the, the thread. I think it's called to open it up and say, let's see what people are saying in response to Rochelle Walensky and her proclamation of her impending flu shot and her encouragement that we have. Um, I'll get it and much less our ability to ask questions. Please ask me questions about it. Yeah. Okay. And what I, what what I saw, what I witnessed, what you're about to witness was shocking in a wonderful way. Mm. About 98% of the responses, this is not a scientific survey, but I'm pretty close to that. Were holy to moly. Are you, are you out of your mind? Are you kidding? Are you an absolute idiot? I mean, these are the kind of responses. Now, uh, our friend Darla Shine was one of the responses we saw. Oh, the flu is back because a lot of people pointed this out. Where did the flu go? Two years, it's gone. It's back, right? Uh, flu is back until 11-9, as Tom Moore says. So Biden can keep claiming his victory over COVID instead of the really the reality. More cases and more people died on his watch than they did under 45. Okay, so some of it might have a little political bent to it. But how about this one from a Jesse Kelly? Do you feel? Here's the question. you asked. I could ask a question. Do you feel any responsibility for the increase in teenage suicides as a result of COVID lockdowns? Because you should. Parents across America don't get to ever hug their children again because of you. That's my question. Wow. Dude. I mean, these are, these are just Thomas Massey, representative Thomas Massey. When you refer to flu shots as vaccines, which definition of vaccination are you using (laughs) this week? Why or why can't we get Thomas Massey on this show? I would love to have him. We should. Yeah, we should. So, yeah, yeah he talked about pre-2015, 2015 to 2021, and post-September uh, 2021, the changing definitions of vaccination. Uh Let's see. Uh Virginia Bice, Bice, Ph.D. My flu vaccine question. Why did only 4% of eligible Americans get the updated bivalent COVID vaccine booster? And do we expect better or worse uptake of the flu vaccine? So. This one is actually just a question, all right? So that that was like one of the 1% or 2% that that wasn't going slamming on uh, Rochelle Walensky. Okay, this is a good one. Jordan Schachtel, why should I believe anything you say? And she and she, and he quotes her. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus and don't get sick. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on the COVID-19 jab. Uh, like in that little video montage you played. It's just embarrassing. And then we have this. Super Don, have you seen Rob bruce the MP MEC I've firm? heard of this, yeah. Yeah. And basically, he got apparently a, a Pfizer uh, official to admit that they they always knew that this so-called vaccine, COVID jab, would not prevent transmission. It they was never it, tested. It was never that. tested. So yeah. they knew that they, they had no evidence of the claims that were being made. So all of it was based on lies and deceptions. Let's see. Let's see. Why didn't you warn us that the vaccines potentially cause myocarditis, especially dangerous in the young And this uh, person points out the FDA advisory panel new in October of 2020. Yeah, we pointed that out as well. Look at these responses, dude. This is like, where are all the skeptics calling everybody that respond to Rochelle Walensky in this manner an anti-vaxxer and and trying to, you know, tell them that they're they're suffering from Dunning-Kruger or something. Uh, Let's see what else. To, 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 to Al says, "Oh yes, you have an absolutely stellar record when it comes to trust, <laughs> and I wholeheartedly believe anything and everything that you say." <laughs> yeah, let's see what else we got.
1: No, there's somebody on the other side on the other yep. side of it here. When will you recommend masks indoors for COVID and flu? Why aren't we trying to be proactive? There's one of those people yep. that uh, has fallen into that category. I predicted at the very beginning of this that yep. there are people who are just like, "Wait a minute, we should wear masks all the time."
0: Yeah, and so that's right? part of the 2% that are not basically right. responding to Rochelle Walensky and going, are, are you out of your mind? Why should we believe you?
1: Say, look, here, you got somebody here, you know, anti-science policies, right? Right. They're You know, the CDC cannot win at this point. No, but... Uh, um, at this point, and you and I discussed this, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I mean, you can, go, you can spend an hour going through that thread. I mean, it's just grown and grown and grown. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you and I were talking about this uh, before the show, and what i don't understand is why is is walensky still there mm-hmm. you know yeah, they brought they brought in this lady I, I don't remember who she was she was wearing a scarf like deborah Burks.
0: yes right deborah
1: uh, you know oh we're bringing in so and so and she's gonna boy she's going to change things we have learned from our mistakes and the error of our ways mm-hmm. and we're going to be transparent and and great again and it'll you know, blah 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 whatever that sounds kind of like trump huh make yeah. the cdc great again
0: right
1: um, and it was just like you you guys are full of crap i mean why are you doing this how many times over the years if you've been around for a while on this planet you know, every time that they do something stupid, they get caught. Then they bring in some new face of somebody. Oh, we're going to do better. And here's our changes that we're going to make. And, you know, and they they, they they take an hour to describe everything they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's an hour where they've basically talked and said nothing. It's the same crap. But then they still have Walensky out here as the face of the CDC. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes her. She is the clown. She is like the number one clown of of the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, I mean seriously. Even the media doesn't take her seriously. They they crucified her in the media because of how contradictory she was to everybody else and to herself throughout the whole thing. Nobody takes her seriously yet. She is the one that's out there now uh, on Twitter. Oh, everybody, let's get a flu vaccine together hold hands and save the world. Nobody's going to believe her. All right, this well, is, what you're seeing in the reaction on Twitter, that's mm-hmm. going to be a regular thing mm-hmm. for Rachel Walensky for the rest of the time that she is doing anything on behalf of the CDC or in the public. People all are right. just going to harass her.
0: Let me ask you this, Super D. If they replace her with another talking head, with an MD and an MPH, is suddenly the heavens open up for the CDC and they all will
1: talk- it not be Rachel Walensky? Will, would that be better than having her still there yes now do I think in answer to your question mm-hmm. that da- damage has been done that cannot be undone by placing a new person there absolutely but if they have any chance of trying trying to get people to take them seriously again they've got to get rid of her because she was the talking mouth it was her and Deborah Burks and and Anthony Fauci you know and yaki yacky yak, yack we're so full of crap listen to us some more you know uh, it just doesn't well, make any the sense. Damage
0: to these institutions so done that they can't recover. And I think in the short round term, no. I mean, the memory's too fresh. No. They put us back to sleep and go. I remember when the CDC was criminally corrupt, and now I know it. It's not anymore. Who's
1: going to forget this? I mean, come on. If you think of everything that happened in the last three years and all the stuff that we went through, mm-hmm. the significance of it, the 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 just insanity. Of, of everything was going on, and people were watching the news to find out what's what. What are we supposed to do? Do this? Oh, turns out that was the wrong thing to do. Nobody's in this generation that we're in. In our generation, the next, you know, the, the the next generation down. You know, with the exception of the very small children, even they were affected by this too. They're not going to forget this. So you go maybe a uh, hundred years from now. Okay, then maybe people might forget it at that point. Yeah. But right now, there's no way that they're going to be able to. They,
0: they've lost. But do you do you understand what I'm saying about when I when I commented on this and talked to you about it too? Where are the skeptics? Where are the bots? All the things that would counter any negative response to a, a CDC official, for instance. That's different. Yeah. Again, granted, it is. No, you're comment, right. On. But yeah. they, I, I think, did they just give up? They go, we can't win this time. It's over. There's no way we can. So they're kind of, that, I,
1: think, I think I because you know what everyone every once in a while I go and I check uh the, the skeptic uh uh what would they say the the wretched hive of <laughs> scum and <laughs> villainy. <laughs> and villainy over at uh I can't remember what it's called, science based medicine or whatever. Yeah. They're still there. They're still writing uh but they, writing I think in their own bubble. they're they're kind of licking some wounds right now. Mm-hmm. Because they they are not the big collective force that they used to be. Mm-hmm. They're not because they've they kind of just you know they've had to eat crow for the last year year and a half or so when, since you know stuff has started coming out, and so I think they're kind of they they don't know what to do, you know they're they're saying stuff on their own Twitter, but they're not all rushing in to defend uh, like they used to because they can't. Mm-hmm. How can they? They can't defend that.
0: Well, it's There's the, a
1: division that wasn't there before.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't because of all the stuff we've been doing that I've been doing for 23 years on the air. I mean, I look, we, we brought some consciousness shifts because of uh, the things I've been relating to folks for a lot, long time. But I couldn't have achieved this. They did it to themselves. They went all in so far in that they couldn't escape from their own. I well, mean, what would you say that, they, that they, they've they created here? It,
1: yeah, wasn't, they, it wasn't
0: the anti-vaxxers that did this. They did although, this. Well.
1: Although, let's not – I mean, we got to give credit where credit is due as well because mm-hmm. there have been – they woke a sleeping giant several years ago. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And so with this time around, when they went completely bonkers with the pandemic thing, there was already a group of people that had already become somewhat – organized um after being attacked for being anti-vaxxers over you know uh, measles and 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 you know mm-hmm. you know the, the other stuff and so you know this time around when when uh they did the, the whole pandemic thing people were kind of prepared to push back on that mm-hmm. um and so you know it it uh that that was extremely impressive and the media has jumped in on that. You know, you've got media outlets like, you know, the, the ones that we watch and that we, we show on here that are, uh, that have jumped on that as well. Mm-hmm. And so you've seen a level of news coverage on this situation that you have never seen before. Pointing out all of the lies in real time. Yeah. You know, uh, so they haven't been able to get away with much.
0: How about um, that Stephen Colbert? Remember him? He had oh, yeah. Dancing vaccines on He's still thing. around, yeah. I mean any mea culpa from that guy? He's still, you know, so it, 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 I don't
1: he may have, I don't know, but not anything that we've heard.
0: See, I, I think the guy that was on uh, the daily show way Trevor back Noah? Then, no, before Trevor Noah. Oh Miller. John Stewart? Stewart would have intellectual integrity on this yeah. one. Yeah. And I think he did. He brought things to, to the fore. But I just you know, seeing through the hypocrisy is an important part of our maturation. You know, as a species, you know, that just because they have an MD or MPH or whatever behind their names, as I call them, Doug all the time because people aren't using the sense God gave them or they're just selling out to not higher authorities, but bigger money, basically. And as you see here, they've done it to themselves by the attacks. And, you know, going back to 2019, was it January when that World Health Organization report said the 10 greatest threats to global health? And we were on the list, of vaxxers as they called us. But they called mm-hmm. it vaccine hesitancy. Yep. It's like they brought all the spotlight to us that we couldn't have bought in a million years. Because they very much were the gatekeepers of control over what would be uh, covered, what would be allowed to be discussed. And they just, they, everything they did backfired on them. It did. Yeah. And so that's what we're witnessing now. Now, it's just interesting, too. There's uh, another substack, the Disinformation Chronicle. Headline reads, Weber-Shandwick provides public relations for Moderna and Pfizer while also staffing the CDC's vaccine office. Uh, Sub-headline, a potential $50 million contract allows the PR firm to be embedded at the CDC in Atlanta as part of the Division of Viral Disease Team. So basically they're relying on public relations firms to sell a message that isn't being bought by most people now. And they're desperate. And these are the same PR firms that are working as well with Moderna and Pfizer to promote acceptance of an experimental injection that uh, has no real benefit. As you, The more you find out about it, there is no real benefit, only detriment. And all of the things that the PR firms and others that were mouthpieces for them, including government officials like Rochelle Walensky, all of their spewing has proven to be false. All of the disinformation, misinformation and malinformation is coming from the same agencies that are encouraging social media and media and others to shut us up and shut us down and deplatform us. And we haven't had to apologize. I, I don't know if we've apologized once for a wrong that we came up with that was like, oops, we, we goofed on that one. And so where are you getting your news? That's another big question. And as Super Don collates the news and puts things in the newsletter, it's to help you see what's going on out there and not be victimized by it, but also other great information. What, what's going on in the newsletter? Do we have a, a, an interesting poll question today?
1: Um, well, that's that's for everybody else to decide. I okay. just I just do poll questions, whatever, yeah. right? You know, that's I see right. something somewhere or yeah. just off the top of my head. So today, Mm-hmm. Would you support or oppose banning the testing of pesticides or chemicals on cats and dogs?
0: Ah, okay. So an animal testing question.
1: Strongly, strongly support. Somewhat animal. support. Somewhat
0: oppose, Strongly oppose, Not sure. Not sure. Okay. We'll see. I think, I think we're going to have a lot of folks that are going to go, I strongly support that. Stop. Why are they testing pesticides on animals at all? Seems kind
1: of mean. You know, but it's, it's, it's an interesting, I think an interesting discussion because it's Mm -hmm. like, so if we're not going to test this stuff before we give it to humans then how do we know if it's safe or not well we don't give it to humans we stop
0: using it because
1: it's well, pure I mean, poison what are you gonna do we're all just gonna go live in the stone age again i mean you gotta get science and progression and new things inventions and stuff like that that you know that potentially we, could be great and contribute to society and make life wonderful you know but you don't want to just do it without testing you got to see whether it's toxic or whether it's okay or not so like that you want you, what do you want to test on babies yeah, I mean, what would you rather we test it on?
0: I would rather not test it at all and use the Oh, okay. We got, the, right. we got that song. Uh, yeah. That was easy. <laughs> there it is. Orange Guard. Ta-da! Go yes. for Orange Guard, y'all. T- send those pictures in. Seriously, Super D's doing some great stuff with the collage, and we'll do a giveaway at the end of the month. Yeah. And uh, we'll <laughs> see what else we can do. By the way, I've been hitting my full-spectrum hemp extract oils that I get from nutritional frontiers remember rsb 15
1: dude i need to get some more we got to get i've had i I, i'm running out because people contact you know it's like because i'm the i'm the the guy right the cbd guy in the family so Mm -hmm. it's like twice now just recently i've had uh, my mother-in-law was having some really bad back pain she's like Mm do you 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 happen to have any of that cbd stuff yeah yeah so i had like a bottle, and then, and I had a, a a container of gummies that we'd gotten a while back from yeah. our buddy Stewart.
0: Stop taking Super Don. Stop.
1: And so I was like, here you go. And then yeah. just two days ago, one of my daughters was like,
0: oh, I hurt my back. Do you have anything
1: for... Do you have some... You know, because so they'll, they'll call my wife, and then she'll be like, talk to Don. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I think... I think I have one bottle left, <laughs> which you know I got to keep just in case I need to use some. But yeah, it's good stuff, man. It works. It does. It really. Nothing does. but success stories, you know.
0: Man, there's going to be so much awesomeness oh, this weekend.
1: Thinking of speaking of, you know, we haven't even mentioned this yet in the show, but what? today is, is day two. Yes. Of the uh, the launch of the Fulvic Minerals,
0: five bucks. The deal that is the best yes. deal ever. You can get the Fulvic Minerals Plus. From our friends at Touchstone Essentials for five bucks. Five bucks. Wherever you're listening, you could be in Australia, you can be in England, you can be in Europe, you can be in Canada, US, etc. They will ship it to you. All it costs is five bucks. And it's micronutrient gut support, fulvic acid, trace minerals, and they're a clean zeolite. And this is a sensational, simple way to get the baseline going again. I was thinking for Wayne as well, and he asked that question about with his blood stuff, I would also include that. 90% of people are deficient in one or more minerals. That's true. Getting it in in this fulvic base is profound, profound how it works. And this is a very clean product. It's third-party verified and validated, and I would encourage you to take advantage of the $5 special. And uh, Ends when are we on going Sunday. To? Ends on Sunday, yeah. So yeah. what is Sunday? The date would be the 15th, I think, or the 16th
1: um the 16th is sunday
0: so for those of you listening live or shortly thereafter if you can take advantage of this before october 16th 2022 we have the links up super don has sent out an email alert as well to the newsletter subscribers and i think you have an embedded link at the website robertscottbell.com
1: upper right hand corner
0: upper right hand corner just click on that it'll take you to the deal get it for five bucks And you'll probably want to, when you see what it does for you, you'll probably end up staying on it and it's still going to be a great deal on an ongoing basis. So these are some of the basics that we love to bring to you that will enhance, even if you don't do other things, it will enhance your life, make it all better. There are a lot of things we're going to be doing this weekend at the Health Freedom Expo. We'll be pouring lots of echo water, hydrogen. If you haven't tried the echo water, Paul Bertero from Synergy Science will be there. And by the way, look over my left shoulder. You see the Synergy sauna with the happy smiley face in it? It's, Sauna season again. Sauna season. What does that mean, Superdun? It's sauna season. Are we going to give people an opportunity to get a deal on the sauna?
1: We've got uh, a webinar coming up, uh, and this is going to be on October 20th mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Right so after it'll be, the show. It'll be right after our show on October 20th. And uh, Paul Barrichiero will be... Sh- uh, hanging out and talking about the synergy sauna, and i, I don't know—is he going to be? Is there going to be like a Q and A with this? I'm not quite sure. Usually there is. There yeah. usually yeah. there is. So if you've ever wondered uh-huh. why you should consider getting an infrared sauna, uh, October twentieth, three p.m. Mountain time. So there is banner. It, this banner is in the show notes. Yeah, you can just click on it and register for free. And uh, learn more with Paul Bertiero on... The
0: most uh, reasonably priced portable sauna. And it is renewable materials, low, low, low EMF. And uh, it's bamboo. And it's just amazing. It's simple to use. And this is something as as the the winter is upon us or approaching. This is when I get into my sauna, daily sauna routine. Because it's harder and harder to sweat out there even working out when it's colder out. And I think sweating's important. Oh, no, it's not cr- super critical, but the infrared technology allows for the release of fat soluble toxins oh, nice. and enhances uh glutathione production of the li- it's amazing what this does. So October twentieth, uh five PM Eastern time, two PM Pacific, right after the Robert Scott show ends on the twentieth of October. Uh join eight
1: them. days, thirty minutes wow. and seventeen seconds left
0: from now to register. Right. Yes. You must register in order to have access. It's free to register. So please take advantage of that. Learn more about Far Infrared and more. And, and your questions will be answered there. Uh, if you have questions this weekend, you can see Paul. He'll be with us at uh, the uh, Health Freedom Expo. Uh, we have uh, the booth also for Cardio Miracle. We also have Jonathan from com and Sherry Neal. So all of the 100% Whole Food Supplements you'll be able to get right there. and there is special deals on them, including... Um, well, a number of the products that I think they're going to put on sale for those that join us at the Health Freedom Expo. And then we have, of course, the big event uh, Saturday after uh, the main day, uh, day's events, special meeting with Jonathan Emord and Dan Burton and others, talking about the Exploratory Committee and supporting Jonathan Emord's potential run for the U.S. Senate out of Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine, which would be great. And uh, that's, you know, that's the bonus stuff. There's so much cool stuff that's going to happen this weekend. And then after that, uh, the Saturday, the 22nd of October, I will be at the uh, event hosted by Health Hut in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh. A health freedom event, an all-day event. And there it is, Dr. James Weiler, Dr. Jack will be with us, Scott Shoemaker, and there's some other cool people I've been reading about in there. We'll have to get on the show as well. And special musical guest and everything. And that's going to be a one-day event, general admissions, only 20 bucks. There's VIP admission for morning breakfast and everything, rubbing elbows with everybody. That'll be fun. And that's coming up the 22nd of October. And then the next confirmed event is the Red Pill Expo, Salt Lake City at the Salt Palace Convention Center, November 12th and 13th. I will be the MC. I will be speaking. David Martin will be there and speaking, and others. It's going to be an amazing event as well. And I hope to see it at one or all of those coming up. So uh, thanks for indulging me in the upcoming events. And anything else, any other announcements I forgot to make, Super D? I don't think so. I mean, we got
1: the Fall Week Minerals. We got the webinar coming up. There's some more online uh, events that will be coming up uh, that I need to get updated on. I think what I might do is maybe send out an email with, upcoming um, event, I mean? with with all everything that's coming up so that you can get it in one place. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be
0: awesome. So, um, let's see, I, you know, I was going to, this is where I was going to go last hour, but you said, you know what, uh, you're right. <laughs> and you were right. You made the right call. Um, yes. and I was just so, uh, yeah. oh, by I the way, me. I just
1: want to say, uh, Tessa. Yes. I love you know, the, the, the takeaway mm-hmm. from, from everything she said for me was when she said that there are people out there, they're deluded, yeah. but they're sincere. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, sincere! You are sincerely deluded. What a form? great thing! I just i that that is like a a superpower magic word that you could use when you're trying to have a discussion with somebody who disagrees with you on something like that. And it's I just love that the the power behind somebody you're 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 deluded, but you're sincere. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's awesome. That was great. That made me laugh. You had a uh, you great was,
0: handle on the English language coming from Russia. Very much so. Yeah. That yeah it's sincerely ridiculous. deluded i love it so this is a fact check coming back about a year ago
1: okay now this isn't in the no. show notes because no, this is something not. you and i were talking about mm. and we were, we were discussing i can't remember what we were discussing but uh you brought up uh the the eua situation with the vaccine right it's and-
0: like how is there an emergency still and you know that the, the only basis for having these jabs is the emergency use authorization, which is only po- made possible by disappearing any reality, any acknowledgment of treatments, whether they be drugs or drug supplement combinations. So they had to destroy any doctor who came out and said, look, I'm having 100% success with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, etc." And yet we still, here we are, year, two years later, it's so obvious, and they're coming out with boosters for kids. And that's only a possibility under an emergency use authorization and, of course, a state of emergency that never ends. So here is the fact check from October of last year, 2021. And it was about what I had said, and I continue to say, and I stand by this statement, that you cannot find comernity branded jabs and SpikeVax-branded jabs, the two that are proclaimed to be fully licensed and approved by the FDA beyond emergency use. And the reason you can't find them, despite the fact check that says that's not true, they try to convince you that they are the same thing. It's just a label. And that's the only reason that you don't see it. But it's basically the same thing, which is a lie. It violates the law to sell something that isn't appropriately labeled as the approved version. And you can't find the approved version. And the question then becomes, well, why? If they keep saying it's approved, why wouldn't it be out there for everybody to access that wants it? so that they can truly mandate it because it's no longer an emergency use authorization product. It is simply this reason. The manufacturers of both Comirnaty and SpikeVax will refuse and do refuse to ship any active live labeled product as an approved, fully licensed product by FDA until they get placed on the national, Nash- well, let's just say it this way, Asip, the committee for CDC, votes every once in a while, gets together and votes on what to add to the recommended childhood vaccine schedule. And until the approved versions of Comirnaty and SpikeVax are added to that list, they fall into a dangerous area for the manufacturers of those products. They no longer fall under the PREP Act, where there's no liability should they injure or kill. And they do not yet fall under the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, which is a no-fault scenario where they add a tax to each shot or each antigen, which technically there's not an antigen in these shots. So that's interesting to say, how would they tax it? But they add that into a no fault compensation plan package that you would have to sue the so, governor, special master.
1: So, okay. So we've heard this before.
0: Okay. You're getting so, tired of me saying it, aren't you?
1: It's uh, so, but uh, did you read this article? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. So what they're saying in this article is that mm-hmm. when the, uh, the vaccine was approved, that there were vials of this vaccine still out there because hundreds of thousands of doses of this vaccine had been shipped out under the EUA that said Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine instead of Comirnaty. Right. And those were still out there. Yeah. Okay. So, but what they're saying is, is that when it was approved, mm-hmm. the vaccine didn't change. It was the same vaccine in the I vial.
0: pointed out that that's a lie. But that's not what they're saying in the article. I know they're not saying it. But they're so not what you're
1: saying it. then is yeah. that when that there is nobody in the country right now, mm-hmm. doctors, vaccine clinics, or something like that, that are pulling out a vial mm-hmm. and giving you a vaccine with a vial that says comernity on it. Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. We need to get that verified.
0: Well, it's already verified. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Listen, Super D. Do you think that the makers of Comernity are, are going to send Comernity out? No, I don't that they know. Be- I'm saying there's an easy way to 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 solve this 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 debate. Okay, and I'm fine. You want to solve it? Go ahead and find it. Yeah. But The point is that I'm right. Why am I right? Because these these companies are not stupid. They know that they can be sued directly. Well,
1: what would happen if we found a doctor that, that had the vaccine and on the on the vial it said Comernity? Then then what would you say?
0: Oh, I, I would, I, I would be, I would eat my hat as they okay, say. Okay, all know, right. Know. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm no, just I'm, saying maybe, that the that, point is they would not allow it because the moment you actually give one okay. of those labeled community, I
1: will, I will dig into this and I will find out.
0: Yeah. Then that there is no liability shield or protection until it gets voted to be added to the childhood vaccination list by the ACIP committee at CDC. Until that happens. The makers of commodity and SpikeVax do not want their shots anywhere available in the United States of America because it it puts them out for complete and total liability and direct lawsuit for injury and death. That's why they won't allow it. They're not stupid. They know the game. They know how it's played, and they will not put it out there unless they have no liability should injury or death occur. And under commodity approval and SpikeVax approval, they no longer have that shielding until they get it because the EUA doesn't apply to a fully licensed and approved product.
1: Right. No, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with you. What, what I'm saying is, is that if you've got somebody from Pfizer in this in this article, which is it's an old article. It's like from yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, that is going, no, it's all good. It's all the same. They, just yeah, well, they were trying like, to convince Then something. then that person from Pfizer yeah. should be able then to be able to produce See, a vial for
0: them to say that says
1: comernity Comir- Comir- on
0: right. it. Right. Comernity Comir- Comir- is simply the brand name. Well, it's more than right. that from a legal regulatory perspective. If it's not labeled comernity, it is the EUA shot, and it is not the fully approved and licensed. Therefore, again, the controversy is that they can't force you to take an emergency use authorization experiment. And they're trying to say, well, no, no, it's the same thing. Well, you can say that and not be liable because you're just saying that to a news reporter. There's no there's no uh, oath that you took. There's no uh, FDA. I mean, FDA should go after them for that, but they don't. They only go after dietary supplement manufacturers for mislabeling and misbranding. But that's mislabeling and misbranding. Selling. And the booster same. should
1: say Comirnaty on it, too, right?
0: Well, the booster is an EUA. There is no fully approved and licensed uh, booster. Because isn't it
1: the same vaccine, just a smaller dose?
0: For the kids? for uh, the yeah. booster. The booster yeah. itself,
1: at least in the article we, we covered today, yeah. it said that the booster
0: Yeah, but they is, didn't claim it was fully licensed and approved. They just said FDA authorized, but it's an EUA. Still under the emergency. Hmm. It's not... It's not the license and approved. So again, the, the the word games, the scams keep going, and yet the USA Today was claiming what you know we and others had said is false. No, they're playing word games, but it's a year later, and they're not getting away with it as as they did before. Although, you know, it, you know, you're confused by it, so maybe you know, maybe we need more clarity. Maybe we no, need
1: to look. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate, and I'm just saying, okay, so. Uh, you know, Pfizer came out on this fact check thing. They said, Oh, look, it's the same thing. It's just blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So then if we're going to go with that, then yeah. there should be vials out there, uh, that say Comirnaty on it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it just, otherwise why would, why would, uh, if what you're saying is true, then why would there not be vials out there in the doctor's offices uh, that say comernity instead of this Pfizer, BioNTech, whatever. Yeah,
0: because everybody in administering them are liable.
1: Right, including so, the docs. Yeah. So my 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 job right now, yeah, is I'm going to figure out some way that I can find out what is it that the doctors are using, because mm-hmm. it, it should be simple.
0: I mean, this, this, it should not be difficult. They would have a full. They would have a full insert, not a blank insert. Remember those blank inserts for the. Well,
1: what, okay, all right. What if they had the vial? It community but there was not a, a full insert.
0: Well, that would be a violation of the law.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, right. That's a serious offense too. I'm trying to remember. Oh, look! I just got an email from Pam Popper. Oh yeah. Oh, she's writing back. Let's see what Pam trying Popper says here. <laughs> How's Pam? Pam doing? Popper says, "Yeah, hope she oh. missed it, but she would be happy to do this on another day." All right, yeah. we'll get her on. Okay, she's a busy. There's some big lawsuit that she uh, she made a big announcement about yesterday. Okay, um, having to do with uh, the the gain of function research and
0: stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll get her on because it's been a while. Yeah, all right. Do you want to talk about the water wars? Do you want to do the question of the day? What do you want to do? You know, the
1: question of the day is is kind of just a simple one, and I'll tell you, we don't really have an answer for it.
0: Maybe somebody else has an answer to explain what the question but is.
1: Let me just, I don't have it isolated, but hold on, let me just grab it real quick here. Okay. Or right, maybe I don't even need to do that, but it, it was from uh, our friend Lloyd. Okay. Lloyd in London. Lloyd London, London Lloyd.
0: London of Lloyd or Lloyd of London? What is it? I like Lloyd of London. That sounds better. Lloyd from London. Okay, cool. When
1: will your site become more mobile? What does that mean? I don't know.
0: It's on the web. I mean, it's on your phone. That's mobile. You
1: know what? I mean, I I, I tested it on my phone, um, and I've never – it looks okay to me. Mm -hmm. Has anybody else experienced anything weird trying to – I know it's different when you look at it on your phone um, rather than being like on a computer where it's wide and you have the banners on this side and so on you have to kind of scroll all the way
0: down to get to everything. Yeah. But I, I don't um, think our, 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 uh, site, but it's is functional designed for the phones, but it, it works. It's can functional. Even, so can people even watch the show on our website through their phone? Some people are doing it right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, In fact, because cool. I know that it was a bit of a challenge when, um, we did the, the chat room, we changed mm-hmm. the chat room that we use now. Yeah. That it was kind of different when people were trying to get into our own phone. Right. Um, but I, I believe there are people watching the show right now, yeah, on their phone. Oh, so. by the
0: way, I'm just seeing some nice comments that are uh, they're not bad for you, but they're just acknowledging what I'm saying about the comernity and the EUA shots. Mm-hmm. Honest Lee says you are hundred percent correct, Robert, about you know my perspective on the Coerity shot. DJ Katie says the Navy case out of San Diego won his right to refuse based on RSB's argument.
1: Yeah. See, and for me, it's just like, mm-hmm. if this is true, it should be super simple. Yeah. It, you know, and this is this is one of the things that just drives me nuts about things that are, you know, people are talking about over here and people are disagreeing with it over here. And yeah. me, I'm the kind of guy where it's like, you know what, I, I time is too precious for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's. Settle it once and for all and move on, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We're talking about UFOs. We're talking about the Earth being flat. We're talking whatever. You know, it's like let's stop. You know, sitting here and and you know doing this. And it's like let's 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 solve it right now. Let's just you know just answer the question. And so in a situation like this, if it's that uh, there is no community anywhere, it does not exist. It should be as simple as as you know whatever. Walk into a clinic and and knock out the doctor so you can sneak into his office no not really don't do that yeah yeah. That, that's not a good idea but uh you know you should be able to to, to see it you know yeah. it should be simple and, and if they have a vial and you look at it and you can yeah. read what's on the label Stephen If it says has a good suggestion. then then we've we've discovered something and if it does not say comernity mm.
0: then you're right steven has a good suggestion call the pfizer customer service line live on the show and ask them to direct you to where you can obtain a comernity shop.
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: Wow. Yeah, was that what's your F fifteen, F A eighteen? That was low
1: right above you. I'm not quite sure which one it is, but that was that one was particularly low. Hmm. You know what, uh Steven, that's a good idea. I just may do that. Or well, you can
0: record a call, you know, do that. I
1: before. could, yeah. And maybe I will call and ask them uh, specifically directly. And I'll just I'll just put it out there and just say, Hey look, you know, I hear some people are saying this, you know, and I'm just confused. Can you help me out here? Because you're right. I mean, I just went to the website that he sent there. It is Comernity. Here, let me put it up so people can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Comernity Let's see what Comernity. Pfizer BioNTech, Comernity dot mm-hmm. Okay. Yada yada. There's there's prescribing info for Comernity right there at the top. Right. This would be the insert. Mm-hmm. Um, more or less. Right. I don't know. That I would, haven't
0: open it, so in theory... That would
1: be in the box, so, I mean, they've got... information. They've got... Now, here, this is interesting. On the community website, here is the EUA fact sheets for vaccination prescribers. Mm, providers, yeah. Providers, yeah. So...
0: Why would you need EUA fact sheets for community? Yeah, you wouldn't for a community. It's fully licensed and approved according to you know their claims of FDA and community. So why would it go to an EUA? That's an interesting thing, isn't it?
1: So yeah, you know what, I think I might do that. I might think for a minute here how exactly I want to ask the questions and maybe I will would I get in trouble for recording the call?
0: Uh, are you a single party state in Oregon? You need to find I out. I don't even
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'll easy look to, that it's up. easy to find out. Yeah. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. That might be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, you feel better now?
0: Yeah. Well, I I I love that you're <laughs> digging deep on this. This is going to be good.
1: Uh, I just get frustrated easy, you know. Where it's yeah. just like, you know, it's like, come on, let's, we'll do, we'll just just settle it once and for all. Because, like I said, it should be super easy to be able to find the answer to that
0: question. Well, look, I you know, I opened the show. I was frustrated. Why? Because you know they've approved. EUA, a booster for kids down as five years of age. Why? Why is this? Why are we tolerating this? This is not about. This isn't even about choice anymore. This is about absolute bastardization of science. There is no science to support a need, much less a benefit. It's all detriment. Doesn't everybody know that? Except, Michelle Walensky. Nobody cares what she says anyway. No escape. One in six adults feel stressed the moment they wake up. The moment they wake up. This is a story on Study Finds out of London. So an average, uh, let's see, the majority of us wake up feeling stressed and take an average of 33 minutes before finally feeling human, according to a new survey.
1: <laughs> That's usually after I've had my coffee.
0: Okay. Then I feel human. Having a hot shower, catching up on the news, and other things to help you you know, feel human again. By the way, you know what's interesting? Our, our, our buddy Laban... Laban Ditchburn, right? World's mm-hmm. best courage coach. Came, visited, and he was like, man, big time coffee aficionado. And nice. then he and his wife went to some kind of a shaman kind of interaction, you know, to work through trauma. They want to have babies, that kind of thing, and, and working through healing, right? Mm-hmm. He came back out of that immediately and had no desire for coffee anymore. I was like, who is this Laban guy suddenly? I didn't Sucks recognize to be him. him. He's fine with it. Remind me not to yeah. go to that shaman. Don't go to that shaman, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he really he really adored well, his cup of coffee, and it was really good, too.
1: Maybe it was more of a psychological thing. But you know what? There is a growing body of science mm-hmm. that backs up that drinking coffee is good, that it's good for you. Yeah. So, I guess not
0: by the gallon, though, just like anything. You know, I think, it's,
1: I think the, the latest science that came out, uh, as far as the benefits go, said two to three cups a day. Yeah. Now I'm lucky to get through one mm-hmm. most of the time, right? Um, unless I get you know like one of the, like a, a frou frou coffee, then I can I can do that you know maybe in the middle of the day or something like that. Mm-hmm. But two to three cups. Of course, you know when they say cup, they're still using like the the cup of coffee like like our Shot grandparents glass. used to drink. You right. know not not today where it's like one cup is like uh, you know a thirty two ounce soda mm-hmm. or something. Right. But anyway, all right. So stress. Yeah, one in six adults mm-hmm. are are waking up stressed. They feel stressed right. the you know, moment they, they wake up. That sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can certainly feel on those days where I'm overbooked or I'm about to go on a trip. I mean, tomorrow, yeah. right? And I can feel you know that.
1: something's going on or there's yeah. something troubling you. But that's it seems like in day. this in this case, these are just like
0: all the time for these people. Yeah, that's uh, there's got to be something. May, you know maybe CBD works for you, maybe not i don 't know, but I would say by all means there 's got to be some ways to adjust the way you your outlook on your life if every day you 're waking up and you start already stressed again, I get it once in a while, it happens to any all of us, but every day, one in six
1: there's some other interesting stuff on this survey they did here so it revealed that thirty nine percent of adults feel drowsy when they first get up with thirty percent admitting they feel like they never want to get out of bed hmm. Now, there's something going on there. They're not obviously. sleeping
0: well. There's probably liver congestion. Yeah. There could be pancreatic insufficiency, hypoglycemia, any number of things that so is not allowing them to have a full, deep, regenerative night's sleep. That could be. And, and you know, hey, have you tried the sleep time from uh, Nutritional Frontiers? That stuff's awesome.
1: It is. It yeah. works good.
0: Sleep time. Go with it. RSB15. Remember the discount code there. If you're minerally deficient, we got the Fulvic Minerals five buck deal till uh, the Sunday Sunday night. And a
1: quarter it. of adults admit to even taking a duvet day off from work doing due to being so tired. A duvet day. A duvet day. What the heck's a duvet day? I've never heard of that before. Have you? Is it?
0: Is it a duvet? What splashes water on your butt after you go? Is it,
1: That's not a duvet. That's a bidet.
0: Oh, bidet. Oh, I'm sorry. I, what? 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 Maybe the duvet, duvet. splashes water on your duvet? face. a duvet? I
1: thought that was like furniture. It is.
0: A duvet cover? So what's a duvet day? Is that a fainting couch where you just lay down on the couch and faint all day? What is that?
1: Here we go. A duvet, duvet day. day is a formal allowance of time given off to some employees most commonly in the United Kingdom and United States. Dude, I've, I've been working for pretty much all my life. Yeah. I don't remember those days. I have never been told by anybody, would you like to take a duvet day? Yeah,
0: no, I not that one.
1: That's got to be more of a UK thing. That really? sounds kind of UK, doesn't
0: it? Duvet day? Duvet day. We're so sheltered. Interesting. Huh.
1: All right. I personally like to take a
0: credenza day. Credenza day? Yes. How about a, a lazy boy day? <laughs> back that way
1: those yeah, funny are. terms those old terms for like like furniture and stuff yeah a banister day yes mm-hmm.
0: by the way i told you that was it last week i won the challenge of the week i hadn't done that in a while i've been traveling a lot the chow and, challenge yeah, the chow challenge right challenge yes. of the week and uh, you know i i think partly it was kind of cool because my schedule with all the trips i had i wasn't able to be in the in the gym every day and I discovered something that I already knew is that every once in a while, if you take a little time off or you taper down and you come back to it, you can actually be stronger and faster and better. I'm finding myself improving in, in certain areas and skills in my, uh, you know, kickboxing that I was like, you know, you think, come on, look, super D we're old, right? And we think, have we peaked? And I'm looking at my experience in these consistent workouts and then, Having not gone as consistently because of the travel trips, I'm coming in and finding I'm making leaps in uh, stamina, in, in, in strength and power in terms of the speed, the kicks and everything. I'm like, I remember very viscerally what I couldn't do in terms of strength and speed and stamina, even though I was peaking pretty high compared to a lot of people much younger than me. And finding out I'm coming back in, I'm still seeing improvement. Of course, you know, I'm doing the cardio miracle every day. We're doing all the things we talk about here. But, boy, the consistency and occasionally taking time down to recover and then coming back to it. And I know this to be the case, but it's like I'm not in an endeavor that I'm trying to, like, Stan Graham to break the mile for the, you know, 50 years and over or 60 I know. Mean, Has he done that, that yet? Support. I don't know, but I'm going to see Stan. He's going to be with us at the health freedom expo as well i'm gonna so I give him a hard time we
1: say you know what quit talking about the labor pains and show me yeah. the baby here come oh, on at.
0: let's see what's going on there yeah I come on break it. the mile do it get so it over we'll with. find out but he'll be up there with us so we'll, we'll be able to ask him that question but I, I i again i bring this up not to brag or humble brag but to show that even at you know our advancing age we can achieve by consistency things that you thought but I'm well past that prime and peak, and I'm not pretending I'm 20 years old, even though I'm healthier than when I was 20. Despite being an athlete at that time, because of the, the things I've done since then, and even today. Oh, this is funny. The, the two of the uh, two of the what we call the the hot millennial housewives, right? One of them's nicknamed Hot Mommy, right? I nicknamed her Hot Mommy because she was hot mom, and I thought that's just a little too be Hot Mommy, right? Be a little cute about it. And and she she uh, nicknamed me Ripped RSB. Or ripped Rob. I didn't like Rob, but anyway. So I they like were, that. It sounds better. Ripped, ripped rob. rob. Yeah, hey, yeah. People do call me Rob sometimes, but yes. anyway, they were talking, and I wasn't. I was jumping rope and like not listening. And and she said something. She yelled across the gym. There's music going on, and say, like, how long do you plan to lift? Is what I heard. How long do you plan to lift? I'm like, oh, you're noticing my big bul- bulging muscles. Is that it? How long do you plan to lift? I was like. I really don't lift. Occasionally I'll do these dumbbells over here, but it's all this stuff. I don't really lift. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say lift. Live, live. Do you plan to live to 300 live. years old? I'm like, oh, live. No, no. I, and they were just saying, y- you look ridiculously young for your age. You know, it's like coming from these 30 year olds. It's like fun to, fun to have that happen. But, uh, it's just more acknowledgement. Again, you live a certain way. I think that, you, you know, as people say, well, your genes dictate to you, you are, lifespan and all of that like you know what we we live differently i changed my future by making the dietary shifts that i did when i was young and chronically ill and yeah i have genetic weaknesses and strengths like we all do but they don't have to manifest just like my asms and homeopathy when we do the right thing versus the wrong thing even in ignorance so with that let's take a break 60 seconds come back for the uh, bonus round if there are any questions or comments quiet chat room today we'll see who's there and uh, we'll wrap it up before I head to the Health Freedom Expo tomorrow. But remember, a great show lined up. Never before aired interview with Jonathan E. Moore, Neil Schultz. And I apologize. Did you find out the nurse's name that, that I interviewed from the U.S. Health no, Institute? I haven't got that yet. Because it's been a few weeks and I've forgotten and I can't find my notes on it. But a very powerful interview as well coming up for tomorrow's show. So don't don't think don't take the excuse that Robert's traveling. This is all new stuff tomorrow as well. Thanks for being here. The power to heal is most definitely yours. Did you see? There's uh, somebody from LinkedIn that's commenting. You know, we go live. I did on see that. LinkedIn. Yes, yeah. Yeah. it just
1: says LinkedIn user. I think. Or yeah, yeah right? we
0: don't know who that is. But anyway, welcome from LinkedIn. Glad you're watching. Yeah. Uh, let's see, DJ Katie. My husband improved his stamina with Cardio Miracle. If you know what I mean.
1: Nod, nod, wink, wink.
0: It's one of my favorite Neil Diamond songs. If you
1: know what I mean. Oh, well, you know, I am not familiar with that song, if you know what I mean.
0: Well, let's see. When the radio played like a carnival tune as we lay in our bed in the other room, and we gave it away for the sake of a dream in a penny arcade, if you know what I mean. That's it. That's the song. You heard that one? No. That's awesome words in that one. Not Great so lyricist in that one. All right. Okay. So there you go. There's my uh, little semi-singing <laughs> session here with you all today. Oh, Call The comforter or over the down comforter, a duvet or duvet. Yeah, that's what I remembered. It was something about like a comforter. DJ KD said, yeah,
1: duvet.
0: Stephen says in, something else. I thought a duvet day may actually have referred to Diwali day. A Diwali day. Festival right. of lights celebration.
1: And in, in Marge, mm-hmm. she said, well, how about a Davenport day? I guess if you're in Iowa. That's another one of those things where there, there was actually a very funny bit that they did on Family Guy. Yeah, um, where um, they were talking about all of like the the outdated furniture names that you know are like yeah. you know our great our grandparents used. That be, when was the last time somebody said, "I'll meet you out on the Devonport." Yeah. On what? Yeah, exactly. what are you talking
0: about? I see Michael Bolden is back for the bonus round, and Michael Bolden escaped from L.A. along with Kurt Russell. Apparently,
1: he is no longer in
0: L.A. He is in Orange County now. Yeah, near Irvine and Irvine. How's the quality of life, buddy? And he's smoldering. Irvine's nice. Homeless i I've, I've, i I yeah. spent
1: quite a bit of time in Irvine. Yeah, Irvine slash uh, Santa Ana. Yeah, and um, uh, Irvine is kind of more. It, it's an upscale, you know, kind of at least it was then. This was many years ago, but. Um, I think it's probably better
0: than where he was at, I would have to say. Very good. Get some stand-up here as we wrap it up. Let's see what else is going on. But, yeah, Bolden, I want to hear about how your adventures are. I see some pictures, obviously, in your new neighborhood, but I'm hoping that you have access to all the things you love to do where you're at. And maybe we can visit you one day since you're afraid of the mountains and cold weather. Not mountains, cold weather, I think. It's not bad, really not bad.
1: Here's, here's something that I uh, I have been hanging on to for a couple of days here. But Lori. New uh, picture. We have, we have more than one Lori that listens to the show. Yay. Sent in uh, her picture. And she is in the collage. Nice. Of the Orange Guard. And one bottle there, she said, I believe if I remember correctly, she's she's used Orange Guard for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that the clear bottle is yeah. from like a year ago. It used to be in a clear bottle, and now it's in right. a white bottle. Gotcha. So that's her showing.
0: Showing off her orange guard. Cool. Well, let me see what's going on as far as our opportunities to do an AMA this month, you know, on Zoom. I wanted to do a Saturday, but I'm looking at all of our Saturdays. I mean, this Saturday, obviously, we're at Health Freedom Expo. Next Saturday, Health Hut in Pittsburgh. The following Saturday, I'm in Austin, Texas for a film shoot. With Andy Wakefield. He's doing another movie. And and so we might have to do another weekday version of yeah, the we'll do what we have to do.
1: I mean, we got to get one in. So if we need to do a weekday, we can.
0: Yeah, let me think about what are you doing on the 29th? Uh, I'm going to be at, at the Renaissance Austin, Texas hotel. Andy Wakefield's okay. doing a film shoot. I'm so okay that's on that. the twenty.
1: Because that doesn't show up on my calendar. So yeah,
0: so we didn't add that. Yeah, that was a recent addition. Uh, okay. So I'm looking at the final week of the the month here. How All about right, Tuesday so the
1: 25th?
0: That looks good, wide open. Do you guys want to do a Tuesday evening? Is Murdoch in the house? Can he do a Tuesday the 25th? And then the next week in November, uh, we could do a Saturday uh, version because we missed that. But how about the? That's about the only open
1: day I show. That's a good one.
0: So I'm just going to put it down. Okay, let's do the 25th of October for the next AMA, and and Bolden, if you want, you could be our special guest for a little bit of it if you have time. And you know, usually we do. um, When do we do it? Five o'clock Eastern? No, wait, seven o'clock Eastern. Four o'clock Pacific, Pacific. so seven Eastern. Eastern, so four o'clock. In the afternoon Pacific time on the 25th, we'll do our Zoom AMA for our patron supporters. So you got time to plug in and we'll see what kind of fun giveaways. We can send out a lot of good stuff for people. It's been great. Most people are getting way more than they're giving in. And I'm not complaining. I love that we can give stuff back to you for, for saying thank you to us in the way you do. And
1: also want to welcome Terry Allen, who is our most recent and newest patron. Yes. Uh, who joined us a few days ago? I just said not had not mentioned it yet.
0: Terry Allen is a buddy back from Florida, former sheriff, and he actually took my son out in the car. He was a driving instructor back in the day when my son was just learning. Nice, and is taking my daughter out doing that. So, thank you, Terry Allen. Appreciate your support. Really means. Terry a signed
1: up for the annual membership, by the way, which uh, gets you, a bit, you know, a bit. Yeah, uh, does not. Have a monthly thing. You can pay it all up at once, and you get you get a discount when you do it that way as well.
0: Yeah, very good. So Leslie has said, put it on the calendar. She's good. That's great. Has Leslie sent you some pie yet? Anything?
1: No, of course I haven't talked to Leslie because you know Leslie. She's she's getting ready to jump into the uh, the podcast arena. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm going to help with, her out with that with her funny and accent.
0: So... It's charming. It's cute. It's sweet. Yeah. yeah. You like Michigan. you like her accent. Michigan. Yeah, so Bolden is saying he might be able to make. Look, I'm not saying that's the only time we could have you on, Michael. If you if you're able, you know, anytime during the regular show hours of uh, noon to two Pacific, but on that day, it's it'd be fun to hang out a little bit in the AMA with you and get an update. Uh, that, that's for the special people, <laughs> those that are really stepping up to go. Hey, we love the you guys. Special people. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know you're packing, unpacking for another week or two, but we're talking, uh, I guess that would be in that range, maybe. No cookies or pie. It would be two weeks from yesterday. Two weeks from yesterday. So it'll be the tail end of your unpacking. Yes. If you can join us even for a half hour, it'd be amazing. That would be fun. Stop picking. I know, of course, we love you, Leslie. That's why we pick on you. It's love. So, all right, what else? Anything else before we wrap it up? I've got a. Begin to pack up. I've got to head to the airport, pick up a friend coming in while I'm going out tomorrow. Boy, it's a crazy time. But uh, tomorrow's show is in the can and it's all new, 100% new. So don't think it's a rerun. No encore tomorrow. And then Friday will be live from the hotel, probably of the Health Freedom Expo. Last year I did it from the hotel room, so I was relaxed on the couch the way you guys like it. And so we'll see what happens tomorrow's show. I'm sorry, Friday's show from uh, Chicago or Tinley Park. Do
1: so. you see Bolden's comment here? He says, I want to start doing maybe every couple of weeks during the regular show. Oh. I should know my schedule better once I'm fully
0: moved in. Wow. seriously? We'll, we'll take Don't we'll take that. Start doing maybe every couple of weeks during the regular show. Wow. That would be amazing.
1: That would Two be so questions fun. real quick here before we wrap things up. Yeah. Colleen says, anyone have a remedy for a blood blister? It won't go away. Oh, I hate those. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not having a blood blister. It's what yeah. you do to get a blood blister, which is right. just usually
0: yeah, really it's, sucks. it's it's dissipating slowly. These blood blisters are typically superficial. I mean, they're, they're closer to the the you know the lay the topper la- top layers of skin, so it's harder for the body to go in there and dissolve and transition the debris. So there are times where a blood blister, just like a regular blister, will harden up and you can feel it's more like a nodule. And if you want, you can actually cut it and remove it externally as the layer. Can't you just treat it out. like
1: a blister and just just drain it?
0: Yeah, I mean, typically, I mean, I, I don't like to do that until it's dried up because that means you have some skin that has developed underneath it, whereas you do it too soon, mm. so raw and sensitive, and you could bleed even more. But if it's past that point, yeah, you can actually surgically remove it yourself safely because it's like a callus at that point, depending on where it is and how connected it is to the vasculature. Uh, but it's about... The body getting to that area, which is sort of again harder to get to. That's why it can be slow to dissipate. So you can, you can more aggressively remove it at a certain point. Yeah. What else do we got before we wrap Kathy up? Kathy
1: has a question for you. Uh, no. She would like to know, what do you think about urine therapy?
0: Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> It's legit. I will say this like my aunt who's in her 90s and in England has been using it for decades and swears by it. We've had uh, guests talk about it. Dr. Batar has endorsed it. Uh, Ed Group, of course, has been a big advocate of it. And um, there is a, uh, you know, there's a lot of history and some science to support why it would be helpful. I would tend to uh, go, if you were going to use urine therapy, as a homeopathic. I think you should make a video. Of what? Of, of you showing people how to do urine therapy.
1: Why would you want? Kind of like, kind of like the one you did about how to nebulize silver. It was very popular. One of the very most popular videos we've ever had. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think yeah. you should show people, uh,
0: you know, you know yeah. how you how you do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like you said, I, I no, no one. That's not something you <laughs> want to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chicken. Right. Yeah. See, Colleen says it's not dried up. I get calluses. But it keeps losing it. It's on my thumb. Well, again, you should, if unless it's a deeper thing, send a picture, uh, Kathy. You know, what do have to deal with it now. I might not be able to deal with it till till Friday to talk more about it. Arnica topically, yeah. I mean, this is about drying it up or dissipating it internally. Otherwise, you got to pull it off externally as the body tries to push it out anyway. But you have to have integrity of the tissue underneath the blood blister. Otherwise, you're just going to bleed more. Uh, you could drain it, but uh, be careful doing that. Make sure. You use silver on it to to pre- prevent any nasty things from getting in it. Uh, let's see, uh, anything else? Kathy just watched Batar's conference. <laughs> yeah, you saw it then. There. All right. What else? What else? Frederick says Tuesday works as well. Don't pick. We're not picking a Thursday for the AMA. That was an, a one off. Usually people like Tuesdays, so we'll do that again. And we have in the past on Mondays too, but it's been a while, so we'll do Tuesday. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm ready to take a break. I got to get ready. There's so much coming up that uh, I got to get 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 ready for. No, the people that do urine therapy will admit it. They will. They, uh, they, they're they doing it and they're doing well, so they don't have a problem telling you.
1: Just just not you. Well, yeah. What would it take? Would it take a uh, an all-expense paid trip to uh, Switzerland to get you to do that?
0: Ooh, now you're talking. Same mm. thing that you said you'd do a coffee <laughs> enema if you got that. So, yeah, I think I'd let that. Look How about better. if
1: you if you did urine therapy, I, I'd do a coffee enema?
0: What, no Switzerland involved in that? Seriously, that's what you, you're throwing? That's your gauntlet? If I do you would do that if I huh? do urine therapy you do a coffee enema
1: on 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 video uh, on yeah. video
0: yeah it'll be apple juice
1: I see right, well, we have found your coffee enema
0: <laughs> that's awesome well, hey look you know what you, you you could you could soften me up to do that if that's something that we want to see happen I don't know that, that, really yeah. you you would really do that for real? Yeah, no, I'm not afraid of it. I mean, obviously,
1: and I, I would I would make your wife have to verify that it was legit, though. You couldn't you could trick anybody, and so
0: I would have to check with your wife that you do legitimately. Did a that's, that's fine? Yeah, Dude, yeah, Yeah, why of all the things. That would make you. Oh,
1: I just like finding your Achilles heel every once in a
0: while. I, well, it could, it could go back to bite you on the butt if you know what I mean.
1: It, yeah, I suppose. Now, I, I, this wasn't an agreement. I was throwing it out there theoretically, just to kind of make you squirm and see what you would do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like Even likes coffee oh. therapy and urine enemas, right? Oh, my there God. You, you go, guys. All right. Super Don is doing an enema on video. Yeah, it would have to be verified somehow. Yeah. All right, you've you've really taken it to another place today. All right, y'all, get the Fulvic Minerals for five bucks before we wrap up here. That is a wonderful deal. No harm can come to you from this. It's a clean, good product, and you may end up finding it so good you'll stay on it for five bucks. You got no risk. So uh, links are up in the show notes. There's a banner. Go get it and check out the uh, the updates on the newsletter as well. So Leslie's encouraging you to do a coffee enema she's cracking up now so we better stop before she falls down laughing' uh, I'm,
1: I'm not I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to do something unless you do
0: something so. well we we heard what what it would take yeah I understand. So now I've got to really consider it for that purpose alone because I I think I care so much about your health and vitality and your living.
1: Well, I could say the same thing. I mean, you know, you were talking about how it's legit and it's a real thing. So you really, you ought to be doing this.
0: What's wrong with you? There's not a history here. Of
1: you, why 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 are you not doing urine therapy?
0: me about urine therapy—that's not something that's been part of this show. You just now. Why,
1: but I just why why would you not do it if if it, if it works and it's legit and you even have family members that do right. it?
0: What's where we're, you, you hey, you're, you're asking a good question. You're asking a legitimate question. I'm All not right. prepared to answer it at this moment. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Super D. Have fun. We'll see y'all yes. on Friday. But tomorrow's show is new. Tell your friends. Don't miss out. Great stuff with Jonathan Moore, Neil Schultz, and a a nurse. I apologize. I can't remember her name. There's just too much going on. But it's a whole two-hour new show. So check it out. Be there tomorrow. And I'll see you all at the Health Freedom Expo on Saturday and Sunday. But I'll be there Friday for anybody that gets there early. All right. Two thumbs up. Have Have a good day. Good day.